Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 156 of Clash! Sibling Rivalry Podcast. I am one of your hosts. One of one. Host one of one. No, one of two. (laughs) Night Hoot. And host two of two is... Tiz. What's up, (laughs) y'all? Welcome... (laughs) Welcome, welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Oh, my God. Uh, so I had surgery. That's one reason we were gone last week. I'm going to just, just start with the excuses off the bat. So I had surgery. <laughs> Are you <laughs> good, fam? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. My mouth is healing. Uh, but, yeah, that, I'm still moving. You will not see this background next week unless I take a picture and make it my background. <laughs> that would be um, weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will literally be packing up this computer. Like a little body right, cut out. Yes. <laughs> so that's one reason we weren't here. The other reason we weren't here is because I was at his house, the 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 other keep, the other castle keep that I visit. Uh, and we finished watching some stuff. Uh, primarily, uh, Made in Abyss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm wearing my uh JoJo Part Five T-shirt today. I like this video podcast I can show. Look at you. Look at you on topic for today's episode. Brand, you feel me? Look at you. Saw it in my closet a few minutes ago. I was like, I got to. Oh, it's very, <laughs> very pertinent, pertinent to today's episode. Most definitely. Um, the other thing I'm going to ask right at the top is, are we going to talk about, do you want to talk about JoJo Part 6? Yeah. It, this week, it's a little spoilers at the end of this week's episode if we're all clear to now i'm down yeah i finished it so let's go ahead and get that out of the way and uh yeah uh if there's anything that we've forgotten in our time while we were gone uh you guys hopefully if you've been enjoying those shorts uh we've been posting on youtube uh thanks thank you tizzler for that uh yo tizzler on youtube also at uh what are we? Are we SR Clash? Are we sibling rivalry clash on YouTube? Yeah. So if you want to find it, the URL is just youtube.com slash at. They they started doing uh, ats now in the URL. So it's at SR Clash. Um, and that's how you can find us on YouTube. Nice. I totally forgot. Like my, my at for my main YouTube account is like at demons need love to. <laughs> I don't know how long ago I made that. I think you can change that if you want to. Oh my god, that pro- was probably what happened. What because when I got the email to change it, it was like you have such and such days to change it. Otherwise, we'll just make it this for you. But you can <laughs> always go back in and change it whenever. Um, so yeah. that's probably what happened. So it was probably back in the Nine Tails days, back when I named everything the Nine Tails. The Nine Tails. Right. Wait, what was the? Was it like Naruto Nine Tails or what was that after? <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> Because somebody, uh, a super tangent, uh, by the way, if you if you want to give us a tangent to drift off on, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. But super tangent on our on our anime chat at work, somebody, like, there's only two of us in that room, by the way. I'm just going to add that. There's <laughs> two of us in the anime chat room, and then... So That's just person- a direct message. A new person enters, a new challenger enters the arena, and she's like, anybody in here like Nardo? And I'm just like... <laughs> like, what kind of question is that? <laughs> I'm like that person in the back of the room that, like, I heard you, but yeah. I'm choosing to, like, pretend I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, really? <laughs> We're just gonna start at the most basic of 
speciesism anime. Yeah. Or I was like, uh, I, I consider myself a, a Naruto historian yeah. of sorts. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if I can call myself a fan. I think I'm the Naruto is the show where I feel like I'm an expert on. Like I could literally quote you just mad different scenes, mad different uh, conversations. Like I, Naruto is the anime where I remember like every single scene, like beat for beat. Because I've I watched gonna, it so many times. I was going to ask you, I'm like, do you say you're a fan? Because to me, oh, it's yeah, like... it's my favorite I'm not, anime. I'm not so much a fan as... A, as it's, it's, a, it's like, <laughs> if I'm a fan of anime yeah. and I haven't watched Naruto, am I really a fan of anime? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But are we getting to... That's the question, though. Are we getting to that point in, in time where new anime watchers they kind of skip over dbz naruto all of that stuff their first anime is like attack on titan and all that stuff my yeah, hero you know our niece is like prime she's 17 years old and she's prime category for that, that. She, like, she like dipped into naruto later and then she's yeah. like eh. yeah and i'm like yeah because you waited too long yeah it's <laughs> like, like I... naruto is like for a certain it's like harry potter if yeah. you don't get in at a certain age yeah just not gonna grab you and it i think that if you're especially if you're starting from like the beginning i think a lot of newer people aren't gonna be able to get past like the two by four like the old style animation oh, like all that yeah. stuff and that that it, and like when i'm talking about naruto most of the time i'm talking about shippuden yeah yeah, yeah same regular naruto is way too far back in my memory. yeah it's, it feels a lot older even though shippuden starts also old looking and yeah. then, like, I think somewhere around, like, episode 50-something, they get widescreen and all HD and nice and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Naruto, the whole original Naruto kind of feels older. Um, but n not in a bad way to me, I don't think. So, I'm like, it's like, as someone who has studied the tomes, you know, someone who hangs out in the library of anime, yeah. I, I am aware of, because Naruto fits, ev like, every trope thing that anime does i feel like naruto does all of those things so it's always like a prime example ready absolutely and it was one of the first my tongue yeah it was one of the first to do all those things and i just didn't watch one piece so naruto's supposed to buy anime history yeah just a sheer number of episodes but yeah i say that to say not to get a bunch of people angry i do like naruto i just say like it's hard to say you're a fan of something when you just basically have studied it because you feel like it's it's like a cornerstone of the thing that you like yeah, the, the yeah. that you like i guess i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm a fan though i'm gonna say if you put naruto yeah. on today tomorrow five years from now i'm gonna watch it like it's new i'm gonna be glued to the screen i'm gonna be struggling trying to two screen with it like it, it's got for me it's gotta be a fight because if okay. i hear i'm out i'm not that's not an important scene. I already know it's not. You important. know we're chilling that episode. It's programmed. Yeah, we're chilling. <laughs> we're going to find Choji some chips or something. So yeah, there you go. Right up at the top, we <laughs> answered the question. Like, yeah, people are not watching Naruto and Dragon Ball when they. She didn't even know like Full Metal Alchemist. You know. Yeah, like, that's we're... and that's polished. Like Brotherhood is polished. Like that yeah. feels like a newer anime to me. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Yeah. Makes it, we're start. We're gonna have that weird. Not that we didn't already, but we're gonna have like that weird divide of people who are like. I think the weird thing that because our generation, like a lot of our exposure to anime was on cable through Toonami and stuff like that. I think nowadays a lot of new kids' anime is gonna be like, oh, what's on the front page of Netflix? 
what's the most popular on HBO. Like, I think that's really going to be a lot of, like, I hear people come to me and they're like, oh, have you seen Kill a Kill? Or not Kill a Kill. Have you seen Akame Ga Kill? And they're like, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they obviously watch that on Netflix. So well, yeah, like, that's like, yeah, our niece and argue if you want whether this is anime or not but our niece is like do you she's like have you heard of like the avatar with like the arrow on his head and i'm like i consider it anime it's just the actual yeah. i was like you mean the actual avatar yeah like the, the real one not the not blue people blue pocahontas you keep calling avatar <laughs> not the blue people <laughs> but anyway james so, cameron uh you. but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i watched and played some stuff but is it looks like you watched some stuff too so yeah i did watch some stuff so while you were here uh we actually watched the new puss in boots movie the animated one i forget what the subtitle is to the movie i'm sorry but it's the, the newest movie. yeah the last wish or something um and that's kind of what the movie's about they're like, he's they're like all chasing this wish and puss's thing is he's on his ninth life he's on his last life and he wants to use this wish to get all his lives back because that's what made him like the kind of super confident like arrogant cat that he was like because he didn't he didn't care if he died he just had more lives but now super cavalier until he hits that ninth life yeah now he's kind of like oh like oh god any any moment i could die and the way they like show that in the movie is they have like a literal like personification of death like that's stalking him throughout the whole movie they, they don't like constantly focus on him it's just every time puss does something Every once in a while, just out the corner of his eye, he just sees the, these glowing red eyes and these two sickles just look at him like, I'm coming for you. Um, and so I, I I enjoyed that. I thought that was a cool, like, little aside. Because I always like when there's, like, a villain. Like, this is obviously the main villain. But then here's this side evil thing that's, like, it's not the main villain, but it's so much more, like, ominous because it's not always there. Do you? Do you consider the main villain little Jack Horner then? Or, excuse me, big Jack Horner? Yeah, he was definitely the main <laughs> villain. Because he was in, like, every other scene. Yeah. Sticking that thumb in everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. I really like that they they kind of, to me, it feels like they stole. I don't, wanna, I don't like saying stole, but they kind of stole the uh, Spider-Verse animation kind of flavor a little bit. Um, it's got that like comic booky type of pop pop artish, not pop art, kind of like cell shaded. DreamWorks have anything to do with Spider Verse? That I actually don't know. Um, you're talking. Yeah, but the animation is really cool. the 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 fight scenes are really cool. Um, and I actually do hope if other movies were able to pull it off like this, I hope other movies can do this type of animation as well, because um, it just helps me to be more engaged as opposed to like that kind of classic shiny like you know like uh pixar disney kind of shiny 3d look you know what i'm talking about um i kind of prefer this over that but uh yeah overall that was a fun movie and i don't remember anything from the past puss in boots movie um i don't remember even when i watched it but uh i don't think it's that necessary to understand what's going on in this movie and to enjoy it um so I would say watch it if, if you've seen the trailers and it looks interesting to you. Um, and I think people would probably enjoy it. And then um, I'm going to move on to the next thing. Just stop me when you find that. Okay. Sorry. It, okay. it just said that another Sony Pictures animation film that the Lord and Miller's produced. So that's Lord and Miller uh, is the guys who worked on Spider-Verse. 
Okay. Um, but it just says they influenced the animation style for DreamWorks animation for the bad guys and pushing Puss in Boots the Last Wish. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, they they directly were inspired by that animation style. From that Spider-Man. makes sense. Um, and I, to my knowledge, I haven't really seen anything do the Spider Verse style on the big screen before right. Spider Verse. So. All bad guys, but. I don't feel like it does that. Maybe it does, but I don't feel like it does it to the level that Puss and Boots did. As Maybe heavy. As much hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. In the bad guys. So That could definitely be true. Um, but yeah, so I enjoyed that movie. And then I took your recommendation and I checked out Bullet Train. Um, it took me a couple of attempts. yelled at you like 40 times. Yeah, yeah. It, and it was like constantly on my Netflix like screen because I guess other people were watching it too. Um, it took me a couple tries cause I, I, the first like two times I fell asleep could just cause it was late. Um, and so like halfway through. And so we kind of like picked it back up and, and watched all the way through during the day. Um, but overall I thought it was pretty enjoyable. I really, the, the main thing that stood out to me, no surprise is the, uh, action choreography. I thought mm-hmm. it was really, really on point. Like, Cause I was, I was two screening this movie. Like I was playing something on switch or whatever while I was playing, but every time they would start fighting on the screen, I'm like glued to the screen. I'm like, nah, this is cool. Like this is really well put together. Um, I thought the characters were, were pretty unique. I did like, I remember you saying you like Brad Pitt's character. Um, I also liked his character in this. He was pretty funny. Um, I like the play on anxiety because he's like an assassin, but he's like a super anxious. So he every time he like kill, like he might just right after he kills somebody, he whips out the paper bag and he's like in the fetal position, like <laughs> like doing the breath thing with the paper bag. And so like, then, was he he was it wasn't anger management, but he's in like some type of therapy. Yeah. And <laughs> the the operator, whoever he's talking to, I'm not really sure of their relationship if it's just that's his operator that he always goes on jobs with. She's like, she knows him. She's used to him going into these breakdowns. So she's like, it's going to be okay. Breathe, breathe, count it. She's like, count to 10. <laughs> and she's like coaching him through it. And I just thought it was funny because like, she's like used to him doing this on every job, it seems like. Um, and then I thought the the twist at the end wasn't so impressive to me. Like the the, it was the white death was his name. I'm not going to say what the twist was, but the reason why he was kind of doing all this to begin with, mm-hmm. um, to me, wasn't that crazy. Like, I thought it was just kind of like... Uh, I feel like all of that was, like, background, even just, though that was, like, the main reason for the movie. But yeah. I feel like that whole plot was, like, all background. Yeah, and overall, it really felt like a. this is about the characters. This is about Lemon and Tangerine. This is about the little pink girl. This is about Brad Pitt. Uh they got bad bunny out of here so fast it wasn't even funny um but he wasn't the greatest actor in the movie so i'm not surprised they got him out of here quick um but yeah overall i thought i thought it was a good time um and i will say probably lemon and tangerine were probably my favorite pair of characters um because it was was just always fun when they're on screen yeah their (laughs) is like my favorite that's like my favorite kind of thing in movies yeah is that like and even with the like the bad guys like there's one part part where the minion bad guys they're like wearing those those masks yeah and they have this briefcase and he's like i don't want to open it you open it he's like what if it's a 
calm. He's like, he's like, these bats aren't gonna protect us. And he's like, just open it. I don't want to stand here for forever. And I'm like, yeah. I love that kind of like banter that you don't expect by like even the side characters and stuff. Because I think he was like, why do he was like, why do we always have to be the ones to open the cases? Almost yeah. as if like, why do they make the side? Why does nobody care about the side characters? <laughs> so like, yeah, why are, that was funny. Why are we like wasted? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, nah, it was it was a cool, fun movie. I see why Look, it was successful. I was gonna say that one dude running and jumping onto the bullet train was kind of that ridiculous. was Tangerine, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, that was and then he start, he's punching the glass with his bare hands <laughs> and he headbutts it and breaks through. Crazy. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. Like to me, that's where like it amps up like another level of creep like it gets real crazy after that and then you know i was hyped when they when they got into samurai oh they yeah started yeah. being samurai out of nowhere yeah samurai no, and yakuza ninjas i keep calling him hatori hanzo that's not his name he was never that character but I he's that he kind was. of grandmaster vibe well i'm like he was who was he he was scorpion in mortal kombat that was oh i think that's who that was i, think I did was not know that guy. okay I'm saying the right guy. Is that the main old guy in the most recent Mortal Kombat? The one they start the movie on? No, that's not Scorpion. That's probably like Shang Tsung or with something. The dude with the chains. It's that. I think it's that guy. I don't okay. remember. Yeah, I forget. I would. I would. I would have to go back to that and see. I was hype. A uh, lot of surprise cameos, in my opinion. That mm-hmm. wasn't. And yeah, and I love that the whole thing is like he's cut. He's. He's on shift for someone who like called out of work that day yeah he said he had like a stomach thing i'm not even supposed to be here man (laughs) and everybody think he's thinks he's like the prime target yeah but yeah yeah, it's funny um but yeah it it was it was solid it was solid i would if if it's on your on your queue or whatever i would recommend that too um so that's solid but that's kind of it for me at least for new stuff but would you get into uh, well, I'll say surprisingly, it it got two hundred thirty nine million worldwide with a budget of nine million, ninety million. That's so big, yeah. And it was only on Netflix. It wasn't on like theater no, or anything, was, right? It was in theater. Oh, it was it in just, theater. I was just shocked at how quickly it came to Netflix. Maybe because it didn't do as well in theater. Yeah. But and I didn't see ads for it, so that may be a lot of why too. Because I don't remember ever seeing like, because I see so many blue people avatar ads. It's not funny. And it makes sense that that's the one of the biggest movies because they advertise the crap out of it. But I didn't see a lot of bullet train ads. So I watched a lot more stuff than I played. Um, uh, last night I actually finished the chant. Finally, mm-hmm. that game was maddening because <laughs> there were sections. If you guys don't remember, I started playing the chant like five, six, seven episodes ago. I don't know how many episodes ago, but this was the it's it's a survival horror. But it's more based around, I would say, like, occultism mm. and, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, ethereal sacrifices and effigies it, and all well, that. Well, it deals with, like, prism science, right? Mm. So it has to deal with, like, it deals with, like, this stuff called the gloom and, like, it, it deals a lot with, like, inner conflict and stuff like that. Mm. And so it wasn't... A, a super huge game I, would, I think it was like 10 hours or so okay. but like it just had sections where you could very easily get lost mm-hmm. not know what you're supposed to be doing not know where to go 
Um, and so that would happen a lot. And so I found myself like restarting chapters because I was like, what am I supposed, where am I supposed to be going? What did I miss? Do you Running ever over- look at guides like we did back in the old day for like Zelda yeah. and stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When I just, when I'm banging my head against a wall, because I really do try to figure it out because I'm like, games are not meant to be played with guides next to you. I agree. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I really try to figure it out. And if I can't, I didn't look, look it up. Because yeah. I'm like, it, once it gets to the point where it's not fun anymore and it's just frustrating, then it's not a game anymore, right? right. It's something that's making you angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got through pretty much all of this game with no guide, I would mm-hmm. say. like I think I looked up one part because I'm like, where am I supposed to be? Like I was like, where am I supposed to be actually going? Because mm-hmm. there's no map. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a map system that's like signpost in the game but there's no like overworld map where you can open it up and see what this is where you are right um but overall i would say it was really good as far as like overall design the monster design in the game is really interesting um the fight mechanism where it's like somewhere between you can almost do nothing versus you have like re5 level of like ammunition packs yeah. and stuff like that it's be it's it's like it's running the line closer to Outlast, where you okay. feel like where you rarely you have, what you need. Yeah. yeah, like you rarely have what you need to fight. Towards mm-hmm. the end of the game, I def like the last chapter, I found myself just running from a lot of <laughs> encounters because yeah. I'm like, I don't have anything to swing it. Like I don't even have salt to throw in this dude's eyes. Like yeah. nothing. <laughs> it feels like the game. Does it feel like the game is kind of dissuading you from taking on is like encounters? Like, no, it wants you to avoid as much as you can, or? It doesn't feel like that. Like, it doesn't feel like that the way that RE feels like that. Because mm-hmm. it, the way I would say is, like, you know when you're supposed to fight because, one, you can't progress. Mm-hmm. And then, two, you'll be in an area that has a bunch of items for you to craft fighting things. Yeah. So that's one way you can kind of tell, like, should I be fighting here? Is it mm-hmm. kind of an arena-type looking like area cul-de-sac type area where it's mm. closed off. yeah i probably should fight here blah, blah blah or if this is like a hallway i can probably run through it type deal yeah so yeah i probably like knowing what i know now i would run a lot more than i did um but most of the time i would try to just clear because you there was a lot of backtracking okay like if you didn't fight something chances are you were going to run into it again because mm. you had to go back to that area but overall i enjoyed it a lot of the story is through picking up notes and reading them and a lot of it's one of those games where a lot of the story doesn't have anything to do with your character at present it's like here's all the different people that have interacted with the weirdness of this world Mm -hmm. and their various notes and stuff that they've left behind and so overall i just i enjoyed it i would recommend it if you have the time if if it's on sale you know Mm -hmm. i wouldn't buy it at full price but if it's on sale i say check it out it was a good um what we call like double a game yeah <laughs> um and then i watched uh speaking of netflix anime i watched uh the japanese tales of the macabre i finally finished that yesterday um that it up. took me a while because i would i wanted to watch it with subtitles and then also like you can't look away because stuff is just awful yeah gross and <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah i that not as good i would say not as 
Well, I wouldn't call it the original because it's some it's titled something totally different. Yeah, uh-huh. sorry, I should say the first series, not the original, but the first series. Yeah. yeah. So not as as a whole, not as good as that. Okay. For me personally, I like that other one better. Mm. But this one had a lot more of the stories that I've read in like comic book form okay. or manga. So like the hanging balloon story. Um, there's one with like this girl that I think I told you about. She couldn't. She literally can't function without someone telling her like everything. Like now you wake up. Now you walk to the door. Yeah. Now say good morning to your father. Now take a sip. Like there's one like that, and that one gets really creepy. That's interesting. Um, and so some of the stories I had actually read before, and it was it was cool seeing them animated. But a lot of these, like, the first one, it would leave you, like, unsettled, and it felt like you were kind of getting more complete stories. This, a lot of the times, it would just, it felt like it just ended. And it's just like, really? it's over. Here's something creepy. It's over now. Yeah. And you're like, what did I even get out of that? That's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, it would be super abrupt. And I'm like, I, I it would just be on the next episode. And I'm like, what? what? I'm like, what? what, what? what? <laughs> like, I had what? that happen to me a lot with the first series, too. Like, I would feel almost incomplete. Yeah. Almost like if like it was by design, though. Like, I'm not supposed to leave with any happiness or a lesson well, or, you know what I this, mean? This, even more so than the last one. With that okay. Feeling. Wow. It's, it's like that would at least have some kind of setup and then a payoff, right? It's like this, it felt like there were episodes that were just set up. You know, okay. Like, like where's the where's the yeah where's the climax? Yeah, like where's, where's the, the horrible it? thing that's gonna happen sometimes? Yeah. Oh okay, this exists. This thing just exists now. Okay. I almost feel like this show, like this series, yeah. is meant to just make you uncomfortable in whatever. Like even if it's like you feel empty or you feel like unfinished, like you're just supposed to leave feeling discomfort in some way. Like I think also too that it's probably based on some like urban legends that and don't have real tales that we don't know about yeah they have less uh they stick with us a little bit less that makes sense for sure before Mm. but yeah uh if you like the eerie and the unsound and the creepy check that out it's a short it's a pretty short watch there's only like nine episodes and i they're like some of them are like half they're like 15 15 okay yeah it's not bad um and i also watched a show that's been on since 2018 and that was most of what i watched which was yellowstone mm-hmm. <laughs> now this is not this is not in the typical genres that i frequent um this was a show that our mother was watching mm-hmm. and her sheer like obsession with it and then the nation's obsession with it and the constant commercials yeah into wanting to watch it so the best way that I've come to explain it and have now being in season four, I feel like my explanation is even more validated, which is that if any of you know of the old Fox show, Empire. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say what? Uh, with, uh, and I'm going to forget his Lauren, name. Lauren, Tarrant, 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 You're about to Terrence, Terrence, Terrence Howard. You're about to too, yes. <laughs> uh, and, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting Cookie's real name. She has an interesting name. But anyway, if you know about Empire, this is like Empire, except it's on a ranch and not a music company. And it's like a family ranch in Montana. But Jesus, bro, 
there have been so many shootouts <laughs> just <laughs> open shootouts just midwestern like, gangsters you know what i'm saying you're like the, mid- the midwestern no. gangsters <laughs> <laughs> like i'm watching like I, I was watching an episode last night and they always have these moments because it's it's a show that's very much like okay you've got this family and their drama but then it's like we're also just gonna show you what life is like out here in Montana in modern mm-hmm. day, and so it's like there ain't no police out here. <laughs> like you that. know, well, there's police, but it's like the police, of course, are like corrupt. Yeah, and it's like he, like this man and his family, literally raised like cowboys. They call mm-hmm. them cowboys because it's like they're like drifters and stuff that they take in, and they like do favors for them, and like kind of like they like save them a little bit to make them loyal. Mm. and then he kind of has like his own personal army essentially so it's like yeah. anytime somebody pisses him off he's like all right get the boys <laughs> round them up it's crazy <laughs> that's funny but yeah i'm like he was changing um this is uh kevin cosner by the way is the okay it's the father in this show and it's, he was changing the tire <laughs> on the this man's been like shot up and stuff at this point you know he's been in the hospital quite a few times He's, he's in his it. Life. He's got to be in his sixties. He's got to be because his children are in their thirties, like I, late thirties. They're built sturdier in that part of the country, though. I don't know, though, bro. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so he's like changing a tire, and then um, this van like passes him, and he's telling the people like they're like, "I don't have any money to pay you." He's like, "It's fine. That's just what we do out here. Like we're good people." Mm-hmm. And then like this van pulls over, and he's like, "I'll let them know you're good." And he walks up to them, and he's like, "You're fine." He's like, "We um." We got it taken care of, and he turns around, and the guy like opens the window. He's like, "Hey, are you uh, you John Dutton?" And he's like, "Yeah." And, he, and then the back doors of the van just fly open. And dudes like, pull out, start like, spraying. Oh, oh my like, god, Jesus! And then the, the mom and the child just like, ah! I'm just like, like they get casualties like crazy in this show. People That's a Midwestern get... drive-by. <laughs> somebody, somebody had a bomb delivered to their office. It's just like it was just crazy. This is just Red Dead Redemption, the show. A little bit, but at the same time, like this is all over like stonks and stuff. Like over yeah. stonks. I'm saying stonks. Yeah, I yeah stonk, game stonks. Yeah. But yeah, it's like he, he it's like this is over like land. And it's mm. like every other episode in the first season, I was dying because it's like the Indians will pull up, they'll be like they'll be looking over his fence. They'll be yeah. like this is too much land for one man to. What do what do gangs beef over beef over in the cities? <laughs> what Ter- not, territory yeah, and territory, money, but not land. That's not like, when you land. in Texas or Montana or Kansas or whatever, that's all, that's your territory. I got gangs these acres. Gangs don't own anything. That's the problem. No, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> they don't own it officially on paper. But yeah, so it's like the the Indians would say, and then the people who want to build condos are like, "That's precious condo land. Give us that. Yeah. You don't deserve that land." That land and is everything out there. It is bonkers. Them so, acres. Yeah, I watched four seasons of that in the last like week, um, and then finally, the thing that everyone's been harassing me about, I literally can't like function without uh, like my average day without somebody saying have you watched the last of us i don't know has has it been the same for you no just because i watch television well not that so much is that i don't how do i put it the games and stuff that i play and the shows and stuff that i watch 
a lot of my friends don't partake in the same stuff. If that makes sense. Are they just like Madden heads? Like I'm the only, a lot of them are like Call of Duty heads. Um, Not Madden, but uh, what's that about this? No sports, no sports. I don't, I don't make friends with people like that. Just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't, don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, like I'm probably the I'm thinking right now, but I think I'm the only person in my friend group who's even played Last of Us. So oh, like really? I'm I'm the only person in my friend group that plays story games. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Most gotcha. of my friends play only multiplayer games. Like gotcha. um, I'm the one who Lobby, plays like the Lobby Sony games. first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like gotcha. the one who plays like the God of War, the the ghost of tsushima the last of us the uncharted like i'm the only one around me that plays stuff like that so that's probably the reason yeah i i i used to feel like i was the person that only i was the only one that touched the mainstream stuff but Mm. like now i feel like it's reversed but anyway (laughs) yeah now you're Um, an indie game queen i well i was saying that one because i feel like just because of the show people ask yeah have we watched it like i'm like but anyway, I watched it. I'm answering yeah. that question, and uh, yeah, it. So, first impressions. Let's get this. Let's get reactions right off the bat because I they're fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying my best not to text Tiz the whole time because I didn't know if he had seen it. Yeah. I'm so one, of. they start scene one starts on a black girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. So let's talk about the unwhite. Who is her mom? Let's. Do <laughs> we call this brown washing? Yeah. <laughs> The brown washing, because I don't want it to be taken as negative. I just think it's queer. I'm going to say it's queer. It's something that I'm noticing that I'm used to understand why they did it. Right? Because at first it's like, if you don't, if the race of a character doesn't matter to the story, why does it matter if you change it? Right? Mm -hmm. But part of me is getting to the point where i'm just like should you just never write a white character in fiction because they're just gonna get turned into a not white character for the sake of mainstreamism yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. so his daughter in the game we all know this his daughter is like blonde hair blue eyes they live in mm. texas they're a white family in texas i don't yeah. think that's offensive yeah i don't think that's offensive um but yeah so that's the first thing they change is his he's got a mixed daughter uh pedro pascal is joel and then Joel's brother. That's also me. kind of a change if you want to count. Well, yeah, I'm like, but he does. You you could pass him off for Joel. Okay? Yeah, 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 for sure. We could, we could not raise eyebrows if you just see him, but then you see the black daughter, that first eyebrow. Yeah. Then here comes Uncle Tommy into the kitchen. He looks very Native American. Second eyebrow. Did Tommy look Native American to you? He did not look white. I thought Tommy looked like a white, white dude. I thought Tommy looked like a white dude. What Bro, kind of white to, dude? A, a super Italian white dude? I might have to Google. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like he did not look white to me at all. Oh, Tommy, last of us. I've been I watching a lot, of, a lot of Native Americans in Yellowstone, so I'm also like hyper keyed into. Native okay, Americans. I'm sorry. I was remembering him a little wrong. Yeah. Yeah, he look. Yeah, I can't really put a pin on what I think his race would be. Okay, I'm not nitpicking. This doesn't matter to me. I just think it's funny that they feel the need to change these things. Yeah. So Tommy doesn't look like Tommy. Joel looks like Joel. And his daughter, mm-hmm. I forget her name. She doesn't look like the daughter. Not really, yeah. It doesn't matter. Everybody does a really good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I <laughs> There's something about Pedro Pascal. He's got that magic, that magic dust 
He's blowing up. He he's doing everything. He acts with an intensity that just immediately draws you in. With very few words, because none of his roles have a lot of words. Yeah, and it's like he kind of comes off the scene, but you always believe him. Like he's mm-hmm. always very believable. So Absolutely. I I really enjoyed um him as Joel. He does a very good tight lip Joel. Mm-hmm. Like his single word answers are great. They're good, yeah. Um He's got the raspy voice a little bit. Makes me yeah. feel gruff. My only critique right now is like they spend a little too much time like pre uh outbreak yeah i felt like that was way unnecessary they added a lot more there than was in the game yeah i feel like i i understand getting to know the characters but like you get to know the characters throughout the story Mm -hmm. like you don't it doesn't matter if you knew them before the outbreak because that's not who they really are anymore anyway Mm -hmm. right so yeah i'm like i would have been happy if it had started right when like you start to hear the sirens and stuff like that because that's kind of how the game starts exactly but i did appreciate the weird little opening um there's like a weird little opening with um like on a 1968 talk show yeah talking about the virus about bacteria and viruses and fungi and the evolution of those things and how dangerous they can be to the humanity and stuff and like that. they i think they mentioned something about global warming being the reason that like they were like this fungus normally wouldn't spread like this or wouldn't be able to react this way like it would be impossible they, they said it couldn't live above 94 degrees yeah but so because of climate it inhabit the human body yeah, yeah. But so i like how they tied in climate change yeah absolutely because that's like this is definitely uh a type of apocalypse that could occur yeah like this could really happen um but man that that opening once they finally got to like the scene of like they're in the pickup truck and it's like that highway the highway being packed and they just they're like yo cut across the grass that's a true fear yes that's like a true fear that's why i own a truck yes (laughs) um but yeah so uh, they got that perfect like and this is where this is what we're always like like trying to shovel to these producers and stuff is like just do what's already good this did you, already works did you watch the side by side i, I didn't you... watch the side by side because i wanted to just see it yeah because i'm like I rem- i've started this game over a bunch i okay. remember the opening scenes very well okay yeah um so that's why i was like i want to just watch it and see if i feel what i felt when i played the game and mm-hmm. i did i pretty much did because man that scene where his daughter it's like he's holding her and he's like <laughs> Like, because they, they do in the game, you're just like, Brah! they just yeah. shoot while you're holding your daughter. You just, yeah. ah, she's dead. Yeah. Oh, well. And, like, yeah, it's And it's rough. intense because camera, they put the camera on her. She's like breathing all crazy. Oh. Like, she's crying. Like, they don't move the camera from her at all. Like, it's. it's I couldn't intense. remember. I don't think. I couldn't remember. I didn't think she got bit in the game either. No. But, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, she's not even like. <laughs> bit yeah, I, we still don't know why game or show why they gave that order we still yeah, don't know right, they were just they were just wiping everybody just anybody like don't yeah. even check them but yeah. it, that's that's my thing though it's like well i guess that was, after the time was. Skip. yeah that's true that's true they didn't start checking until the only reason i say that is like when they brought that kid in later when, yeah. when you, have you seen that episode i'm caught up yeah oh okay this is like when they bring that kid in later and they're like we're gonna get you food you like yeah would you like that yeah needle burn pile <laughs> still pinch like, a little bit. that right there tells me that they're like don't even care about population nah. so 
survival and all costs. Um, but yeah, overall, I would give it a solid so far. Tess, Tess is coming on a little strong. That is a little bit strong of a performance, but yeah, that whole that's always the thing that didn't settle quite right for me. Like the characters in Last of Us work always worked well. Like they're very passionate, right? They made they felt like people who had lived in that mess for twenty years. Tired and like still human. That that quasi military zone never really seemed livable. Like Mm -hmm. it didn't seem like these people could function the way like it seemed way too oppressive uh, for people to actually be wanting to function and not run away from this. Like why wouldn't Joel leave way before this? I get well I don't know if you caught it, but pretty much the the penalty for getting caught doing anything illegal is death. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like that's probably what keeps most people from trying to escape because they yeah, yeah. probably have people. Yeah, I'm like been trying caught. to escape. There's just settlements. Like that's yeah. what I mean. Like, is it really escaping, or can you just leave the settlement? I don't. I don't think you can just leave, especially if you're a contributing. Like you're doing a job and stuff. I don't think they let you just. Yeah. So walk I'm like out. that. That stuff was not as clear in the game, and so yeah. I don't. I am wondering what, how they'll deal with it so much here. Yeah, two, but just, it, it made me want to check out the second game, which I didn't. Yeah, eventually. just two things I want to add on. One to go on to your thing about uh, following the source material. I just want to say the way they mirrored the cutscenes from the games, and even t- down to the dialogue is like word for word in a lot of cases. There's like minor changes here or there, but this is all we've been saying that you should do if you're making a movie or a show about a video game. I understand it's harder with movies because they're way shorter. You got to cut stuff out. Maybe don't even make movies for a lot of long games. Maybe that's not even the way to go for games. But if you're going to make a show, this is the way to do it, I think. And obviously they can see that it's working out. So I'm hoping this will be like, you know, hint, hint type of thing. Um, And then the other than that, one there was one change that I thought was kind of dumb that I kind of disagreed with. Uh, when they kind of were talking about how the virus is spread is different in the show versus the game in the show it's spread via these like tendrils i guess these like tendrils that come off of the 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 fungus and they like spread underground and spread through like contact and through pores and openings and stuff like that whereas in the game it's all spore based it's all in the air and so they have to put on gas masks when they're going in different places and I watched the little HBO thing on the end where they're interviewing the people and they were like, yeah, we thought it wouldn't be as believable to have, you know, clouds of spores because, you know, spores can just go anywhere in the air. And how would any how would anybody believe that? I'm like, eh, you could have you can show pockets of dust on screen and, oh, we're walking into this abandoned building. Let's put on our gas mask. Like, I think yeah. they didn't really need to change that. Yeah. But I thought the thing was cool where. It's like kind of real because fungus are really like this where you can um, I'm sure it's exaggerated in the show, but where you can like mess with one infected over here and like miles away, the fungus is kind of like hive mind ish. So -hmm. they can kind of sense it and it'll like attract the whole horde. I kind of thought that was a cool touch um, because it adds to the threat of them. For all of us who are are super late to the fungi game, uh, you can check out uh, Paul Stamets. I'm going to repeat it again. His name is Paul, P-A-U-L Stamets, S-T-A-M-M-E-T-S. He's a man obsessed with fungus for all the right reasons. He has a documentary on Netflix. Oh, I knew you were going there. 
I'm just saying, like, yeah. you guys, people are, like, acting like this is new information, and it's yeah. really not. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, so, uh, like, I, that's why I'm just like, check it out, educate yourself, um, so that we don't pretend like this is the new apocalypse when this could have easily yeah. happened for the last, like, 80 years. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's like, with the sport thing, too, I was thinking, like, they could easily be like, oh, it takes this concentration of spores to become infected. So that's why they have to wear a gas mask here as opposed to just at, when they're outside somewhere else. Like, I yeah. like that's an easy explanation to me. I don't know why like, they're so, like... You only occasionally put on a gas mask um, in certain areas. Yeah, like, usually when you're in tight corridors cause, and that are, like, really... The walls are all fungused out and stuff like that. And I'm like, why? That makes sense to me. Why would that be so unbelievable to a watching audience? But um, So that was the one little critique that I didn't get. Um, but aside from that, I was pretty much happy with it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna wait. I don't want to really watch it week to week because mm. I already know the story. So I probably will wait till it's over to finish watching it. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I did. Nice, nice. The rest Sh- we will talk about in Anime Corner. Shall we go through some quick news here? Got a couple of stories. The news with Letiz. So, first up, we had a little Xbox and Bethesda Dev Direct where they're showing off some previously announced games and some new games. Um, I'm not going to go into super detail about a lot of these because we've heard about them at like E3 and Gamescom and stuff like that, but. Um, there was one game in particular that was like a like a wow like a a a very huge surprise and whatnot Um, so I'll I'll talk to talk about that when I get there but um, first up we have uh, they talked about Redfall a little bit more gave an extended showcase that's the four-player co-op vampire kind of left for deadish style game with but with vampires instead of zombies Um, and you're kind of in this open world and it's, you can do the whole world co-op. It's like drop in, drop out. And there's like progression, there's loot, um, kind of a lot of stuff you would expect. So my thing with this game is I'm interested to see how they differentiate and not just make another left for dead kind of clone. Cause back for blood did a lot worse than I thought it was going to do. Um, and that was actually a fun game. So, and I thought they were very true to what the left for dead formula was, but maybe it just it's one of those things where it's hard to replicate and find success with it um because people are still playing left 4 dead too like a lot of people that that game still does numbers on steam which is crazy um so yeah we'll we'll keep looking at that one see what happened with that one um minecraft legends i'm not even really sure what it is but it has pvp which is kind of cool um they talked about another forza game let's see what else here is the the game though that i was talking about this is the game that was kind of a surprise so they showed it off they announced it and then they were like guess what it's available today and it's on game pass if you have game pass you can play it for free so it's called hi-fi rush and it's by tango gameworks which i believe made um the evil within and ghostwire tokyo and if you've seen the visuals for this game hold on i'm gonna see if i can pull it up real quick (laughs) the visuals for this game are one million percent opposite of uh what evil within was so it's very interesting so it's like a super colorful almost platinum action style but it's a rhythm action game so it's 3d you're in this world and you're fighting stuff with music basically you have like a guitar axe that you swing around 
and um basically like there's always music playing in the background and mm-hmm. you do more damage and do longer combos when you hit in beat with the music that's going on in the background um nice. There have been obviously rhythm games like that before, but I don't think with this type of budget and this type of like scale and like full 3D and all that stuff, full 3D action and story and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really cool. And it's got this kind of like cartoony, comic-y, cel-shaded art style to it. It's very, very colorful. Um, and I, I really like when I see developers who kind of only make one style of game drastically switch and make something that's like polar opposite to what the other games were. Um, I really like seeing like range from developers like that. So um, I really want to try this out. I'm going to find a Game Pass subscription that I can try this out on. Um, it looks really fun. So uh, I'm looking forward to trying that out. And, yeah, I saw it come up. I hadn't clicked on it yet. Mm-hmm, yeah, watch that trailer. It looks really cool. I was hoping there would be one here so I could have it playing while I was talking, but they didn't put it in the article this time um and then uh they said you can try what this just says you can try all previous elder scrolls online chapters for free and they're talking about the mmo elder scrolls mmo so if you play that that is good news for you but um that was yeah that was that was kind of it but i think people were people still get shocked when they do the this is available now thing if it's timed correctly like if it's not overdone um because we still don't see it often enough to where i think it's it's lost its surprise factor so no, that's i cool. like i like it it's more shocking the more it's done yeah i think do it keep doing it guys keep doing it what it's now what? <laughs> i thought you get traffic to your site yeah exactly why and then we get there and then it doesn't matter because we've already clicked yeah <laughs> And then um, next up, we got some unfortunate news, uh, but I just wanted to touch on it quickly. So um, if you haven't heard about the stuff going on with Justin Roiland, he's got some domestic violence and some, I believe, other accusations on him. Um, So as a result of that, he has uh, stepped down from Rick and Morty. He's not doing Rick and Morty's voice anymore. And he has stepped down from his game studio with High on Life. but it does seem like Adult Swim is still going to go forward with new Rick and Morty episodes in the future. Um, it seems like a lot of the creative team is still in place. It's just mainly going to be him that's not there doing voice acting anymore. So I mainly wanted to see how you felt about the show going forward. Like, do you think it can still be a show that people love? Do you think it can still be a good show? Like, how important do you think his voice was to the show i know he's also a co-creator of the show itself so okay you think it'll be okay many times when like voice actors have been replaced and i didn't notice Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah i think i feel like at this point don't we have enough of rick and morty that we could deep they could just deep fake their voices at this point (laughs) it probably can enough seasons that they could just like do like the obama deep fakes yeah but Rick and Morty, yeah, <laughs> like voice character. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I, I just laughed because I saw another article that was like Chris Pratt is gonna replace <laughs> oh, Justin Roiland. I was like, that would be hilarious. When are the Chris Pratt jokes gonna end? Oh never, man, I hope, you never, I hope Chris Pratt is the, the main voice actor candidate for, for everything. Everything. <laughs> everything going for he'll be dead. He'll be like yeah. Chris Pratt is up for <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious like 30 it's years small. from now yeah good so, yeah, yeah, so. I, I mean my <laughs> the thing that gets me with 
this kind of stuff is like when you read the article the the allegations are two years old yeah they're it's like, always old allegations like how long did it take for this to come to light it's always old allegations Whoa. like it's never like oh they accused me yesterday it's always like oh no the, this is like the ghost of my past <laughs> coming back to haunt me like so yeah you know best wishes to all involved you know if he did it hope they handle it the right way if he didn't do it hope they handle it the right way um and to the victims i hope i hope they get what they want out of it too so why do we say victims plural i thought there was only oh victim i'm sorry alleged um (laughs) all that you know i didn't i didn't get too super deep into the actual like crime and stuff of it i I don't care about people's personal lives yeah it's kind of unfortunately doesn't have anything to do with me um but be nice to your significant other guy others guys that's my (laughs) clash lesson for the day (laughs) and you won't end up in this situation (laughs) um and then lastly when you're don't drink when you're trapped at home during covid (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't binge alcohol drink too much uh and then the last story i just put on here because i thought it was kind of funny um especially that we're still hearing recently too (laughs) articles like this yeah so the cow the cowboy bebop uh creator let me get his name right shinichiro watanabe Mm -hmm. um basically said that the netflix adaptation was unwatchable because it was clearly not cowboy bebop i thought that's a little bit excessive i mean unwatchable I thought it was more watchable than Death Note. He already see. I'm confused because I thought he already endorsed this. Was he not a, a any type of producer on this show? That I don't know. I feel like he might not have been directly involved at all. I feel like he might have just like okayed it from a distance, but he didn't actually do hands on. Like that's why I was like, I thought we got his blessing like a long time ago like remember what i was telling you about last of us it soon as it starts it's like neil Druckmann, executive producer this i don't remember seeing his name anywhere in the intro credits of cowboy oh, i thought i did because i'm i'm very sensitive to his name because he also did space dandy mm-hmm. and he did it like a couple other anime that i like a lot mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i could have swore i saw his name in the credits one time this actually these details are funny so it was created by <laughs> this sounds like it was this sounds like this actually happened before they put the show out because it says uh he did an interview watsonabe revealed that netflix had sent him a video to review and check and he couldn't make it past the opening scene and apparently they still put it out so that to me sounds like he didn't okay it like he wasn't like oh yeah this is great like I oh, think he was just kind of a yeah, and I'm not soundboard. Seeing, I'm not seeing him under the producers. Yeah, I think they just did it. Created by so that means they probably yeah, because I was like okay, which means he doesn't own it. Probably that means he doesn't own the IP. That probably means some company does, and they just let Netflix use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I my thing was that I just thought that he had in some way approved or been a part of this, and that's why they just sent him a copy. Yeah, tell us what you think. It is much credit as they did. Now it's like, oh, well, I can, I can really wipe my hands of this. Yeah, like I don't feel bad at all because yeah. I'm like, yeah, he would have, he would have been the one to say, don't do this. Yeah, this is awful. They just sent him the email that was like, yo, how, how does this look? And he was like, nah, bro, that's not it. And they're like, put it out anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, now I can just go. Nope, that was garbage. That I'm was not, not me anymore. I didn't green light that, guys. 
come Sorry, watch the original. <laughs> Sorry, black guy, he played Spike. I wonder Everybody if he gets paid off of it at all. I mean, he probably gets just royalties or something. Name, yeah, know? that's what I'm wondering. Like, how much of it does he really uh, actually benefit from it? But, alas, that brings us to the end of our news. <laughs> all right, how about we uh, step into Anime Corner? Let's do it. Spoil some things. Let's do it. I feel a clash this episode. I sense it. You know it too. You sense it too. Only if you come for Daddy Dever. Oh, you know I'm coming for him. This is clearly. You know I'm coming for him. Crazy. All that blame can be shared. I'm coming for All him. of that blame can be. Y'all can all take a plate and carry I'm coming for your it. piece of the blame. I'm coming for okay? it. All right, we will get there though. Hey. So, first, uh, let's talk about an anime that we literally neglected for an entire season. Let's talk about Maiden Abyss. Because <laughs> that shit's been over for a minute and we have just ignored it. Because I waited for the dub. I was furious about it. Yeah. And I refused kind of at one point to, to watch it. Because <laughs> I'm like, it was getting. This is filler in my head. It, well, no, it was, canon. Becoming, it was becoming the new Walking Dead. It was like, I'm going to watch this out of anger, out of spite <laughs> for like, what are you even trying to tell me at this point? What are yeah. you even trying to convey to me as a as a story I should care about anymore? <laughs> right. Um, And I still can't answer that after now having watched the last episode. Um, other than to say that we did all this to gain one more character. I think the lesson... Dirt. I think the lesson is home. Don't you dare say the lesson is about consumption. I will kill you. No, 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 no. I will the, come through the screen and I will murder you. The lesson, at least to I me. Will, I will fapuda you. It's not consumption. It's nothing to do with consumption. <laughs> <laughs> the lesson, though, that I think that people are supposed to take away is that home and treasure is whatever you make of it. You know? The golden city. Oh. The, hell does that the golden mean? city of riches and majesty it was never that right it's it's it became that to this group of of homeless wanderers abandoned by their own homeland they made it their golden city they made it their paradise but it was never that it's just it's it's all perception you know what i'm saying you could be in a cardboard box that can be your golden city if you if you want it to be okay that's okay if i could have gotten past all the butts and the guts, and the like, like people who look like nuts. <laughs> uh, no, if I could have gotten past all the weird, gross reasons that you were embarrassed to watch it in front of yeah. people, and like, like the stuff that you're saying, I did. Maybe I could have gotten that out of that, but it yeah. didn't. Like they fo- even focused on the golden city being a thing that people wanted to get to um yeah they kind of just showed the abyss and they were like hey these people sailed over here and this was kind of like to me i thought it was like this is kind of the start of people going down in this hole Mm. type thing i wish they would have showed us what the actual time difference was like how long they were actually there because i don't know if because i still am not clear on if this is just like a recurring thing that happens over and over and over again saying i'm like if if other if people like liza yeah have traveled through this layer yeah. is this layer getting to 
self-destructing. It's a recurring thing. I'm somewhat see, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I don't think. I think they're trying to say that Rico and Reg are special. Okay. But at the same time, just all the shenanigans that were happening, all the sub stories with these characters from the past that have no bearing on the future outside of that hideous monster they created. I um, think I would say the only bearing like it doesn't have a bearing on the future to us as watchers, but I think it will shape Rico's and Reg's relationship and decisions going forward. Like we'll see them do something in next season maybe that is a direct result of the things that happened in this season that's what i think i'm just guessing every layer is just like a gross wound and then at the end of the season we just poop out like a gross baby that gets passed to the next yeah you know what i mean like like you have to be a monster i think to get to the bottom of the abyss i think that's what it's trying to tell us you can't be a normal human and make it to the bottom ever since different rico got poisoned and then they met nanachi it's like they pooped rico out into the fifth layer right and then they met nanachi and then they pooped them out into the sixth layer and then we met prushka yeah and she got turned into a whistle and then they pooped her out into this layer you know what i mean like it's like this disgusting package that gets passed down it gets something added to it and passed down into each layer. It has That's to be in a special form to get to the bottom. Disgusting. Like, the, the abyss <laughs> will change you permanently. You gotta, you gotta get things on you so yeah. that when you come back up, you have stuff to shed off you. Oh, ain't no coming back up. You gotta come back up! She's dying at the bottom of that abyss. That thing, came, that other thing came back up. Um, That bl- other black and white person come back came back up. Which one? There's another. There's a black and white teacher that has like weird that weird twisty horn hair. Uh huh. You know that one character that's really scary. That's that they met like partially down. Yeah, like that, like layer three or something. There's or another four. character that looks like her. Oh. On the surface, as okay. like in, in the school, and so I'm like, they're coming back up. There's but no, nobody's gone past. How they're coming back. Nobody's up. gone past five. That's the thing. If you stop at five, you can go back. I can't answer this because we got in this argument before because I'm like, so where was Rico born then? Or where was she born? No, to your point, you brought up this point before. She probably used some relic or something, but it's not a relic that everybody can get. It's probably some special, rare, one-of-a-kind, two-of-a-kind maybe relic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's stuff in there. There's got to be stuff down there that can help you come back up. But it's whether or not you die. It's whether or not you die before you find it. But I'm saying, like, there would be no information about White Whistles. Yeah. People didn't come back up from that layer. And we know about those balloons that they send up that sometimes yeah. make it, sometimes don't. <laughs> get eaten by creatures and, and somehow make it to the top. Also, yeah. the other thing that I think about often is, like, when you get to the bottom, what if it's just, like, paradise? Like, you don't want to go back up. Like, you get to the bottom and all your wishes and dreams are fulfilled. I would think somebody would say, hey, guys, it doesn't suck down here. What if those messages never make it? Yeah, you gotta keep sending them then. I'm saying, I, I don't like to speak in what ifs. I like to wait and see when we get there. That's the abyss, though. That's the that's, that's the whole thing of the abyss. It's what if we're clear. We're going down, and every time we go down, we get a hard confirm of what's down there. We just don't. <sighs> these are the only people that we've yeah. been. 
that mister i think that bottom layer though is gonna be something different there's no what if for me like there's hardcore layers and we're gonna see what's in those layers yeah and then we're gonna see why stuff doesn't make it back up that's all i want to know i think that bottom layer is gonna get weird though like there might be some time shenanigans there might be some dimensional shenanigans i think that bottom layer is gonna break i don't want i don't want <laughs> I don't want to get too excited because it could be less than what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to, it could be, we could get down there and it'd be like some shit from that. Did you see, uh, not Inception, but, uh, uh, what was that movie with, uh, Matthew McConaughey and they're in space. Um, Oh, you talking about the, the, um, interstellar. Yes. Yeah. If it's like interstellar and they it's get amazing. that and they're like it's just love strings oh, plucking the, 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 the it's just love and gravity that's all it is that's all spaces i think look i see one of two endings either the mom is dead and she's been dead for like hundreds of years or something crazy not hundreds but however long she's been dead since she sent up the before she sent up the first letter to rico that's one possibility the other possibility down there i think it's either somebody else yeah pretending to be her if she's dead and the other possibility is that she's like uh uh madoka and she's transcended time space and the universe and she is now god it's one of the two endings i'm calling it now hard calling it those are my guesses Madoka again. <laughs> Why you wait? You did watch the movie, right? I didn't get. Oh, there. you still? Yeah. I started it, but then I was like, no, I need a solid two hours to get through this. <laughs> Haven't had it, but I think about it like at least probably once every two weeks. I think about should I watch Madoka? Am I ready? <laughs> oh, you should. Yeah, you should. I don't. Know why. I just want to watch Madoka again. It's so yeah. dark. Yeah, it's just a continuation of that. It's just a continuation. Um, but what's yes. your bet? I want to hear your bet. If you My had to make a, Rico's mom, I think she's down. Her crazy ass is down there. You but what you think? You think she's like surviving off of twigs and sticks, like by the no. fire? Or you think she built a city? I don't really... you think, what you think? See, I don't. I don't want to take a guess because I don't just want... guess. I don't want to guess. But I hate guess. guess. If somebody had a gun to your head, I don't. I don't know. I guess. don't even think. Like, to, I don't think there's anything down there. I think it's just okay. like emptiness. That's like your I don't okay. think there's anything. She's probably just like ethereal molecules oh, floating around. thank you I, I got you on my all right we're we're getting closer to the same page now i don't know because i'm like we i didn't think the golden city was gonna be like a dude a who like city. squeezes animals until their parts pop out like you know what i mean like i knew I, it wasn't gonna be golden i knew it I wasn't gonna be treasure it's gonna be there yeah and i don't want to guess because i'm like the only reason i don't want to guess is because i'm like it takes me all the way back to game of thrones it's like Think of all the theories that exist for Game of Thrones right now, and it's like if none of the, if if it turns out that George R. R. Martin planned none of those, and that's not any of the cool th- theories that we've made up, it's gonna be so disappointing. And so that's so I'm just like that's I don't want to get because I don't want to be disappointed when we get there. I'm taking that as your guess though, that you think it's nothing down there. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna remember that, that I said guess. that because I'm like I don't want to guess because I want it to be truly. I want it to be something that I can't comprehend that's something that i wouldn't think of yeah and i can't think of something that i wouldn't think of that's what <laughs> I, I don't think it's possible I, to I be tell you like all i can say is that i think it's something that i wouldn't think of and i that's what i want it to be yeah i just think unless it's like i think we've seen everything that can possibly happen like in media 
Like, there's nothing that's brand new anymore. I get so frustrated, and when we do the same things over and over and over, because we have it, we have it, yeah. and we don't know until it happens. Yeah, but <laughs> that I, we haven't seen it. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I just think we can. I just think if it's framed well, even if it's happened in other media before, if it's framed the right way, it can hit still hard. Because like Interstellar wasn't the first time we've heard of the theory of relativity or time travel or anything like that. But the way they framed it and presented it was what made it hit, I think. Well, I would I brought that up not to say that it was amazing. I brought yeah. that up. This is a lame explanation for something so out there. That no, that's real, though. That's the, that's the real science, though. Interstellar is the real science of relativity. Like, that's really how time works in space. No, no, that's no, the real. Not. That's really how that works. That's how we think it works. No, that's really how that works. They, they've done experiments. You don't. You don't. You can see into the past through the Hubble Space Telescope. You don't get dumped out into weird space chasm somewhere that is a bunch of intersecting dimensional strings, and then you pluck one of the strings, and it ticks a clock twenty not years. That part. Past. That's I'm, what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the theory of relativity. Yeah, I'm talking that, about the way they chose to end that story. Oh, that went so far out there yeah. that the old, they couldn't think yeah. of an original idea, so they yeah. went back to stupid love and gravity because yeah, that's yeah. all. But you so can't. Like, I don't want. That's not the whole movie though. Something that we are. But bro, it doesn't matter if that's not the whole movie because that's that's where you landed me at the end. Yeah. It doesn't matter because you've now landed me. This is your answer to your movie. So I can't then go out and choose another answer because you've given me the answer. Well, you can. <laughs> no, I can't because they <laughs> can. made that movie that way. That's the way it's made. I like, can't say, well, no, she actually didn't do that. She actually didn't go pluck a string in space time. What no, do you think, that's what she did. That's what do you think? What do you think George R.R. is saying about the TV Game of Thrones ending? He's not like, oh, that's the real ending. No, he's like, that's not the ending <laughs> that I no, have in my head. that is based on a book where yeah. we don't know that Interstellar was based on a book. No. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, like, and I just my whole thing is that, like, I don't like boiling down the entirety of something to, like, w one episode, one ending, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to me, it's always about the journey. And then if the ending's bad, fine. It was a great journey with a bad ending. If the ending's good, fine. It was a great journey with a good ending. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like boiling things down to just That's the ending. Only if there's a journey. If there's a journey, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, sometimes there's not a journey because they're just barreling towards the end. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. singular goal. Yeah. So... Um, but I, I do think Made in Abyss is going to go long enough. It's going to run long enough probably to where, at least for me, the ending isn't going to make the whole show for me. Just like One I, Piece. We've had, look, we don't have very, that's the other thing I keep hitting back on. We don't have a lot of Made in Abyss to work with. Right. You've got two seasons and then you got three movies that are just those seasons. The seasons, yeah. In a shorter form. Yeah. So there's not a lot to like bounce around off of as far as like where we think it's going yeah, yeah, yeah so i'm looking at this going the new the quote-unquote movie the dawn of the deep whatever Souls, that yeah. is dawn of the deep, so that progressed the story mm. that was a whole layer of depression yeah to melt a child into a whistle yeah <laughs> then we have this which is a whole layer of depression to like birth a child of anger so that's yeah. what I'm like. We've had back to back 
to me essentially like the same like gross sorrowful weirdness and yeah. then having to watch Rico be mildly try to be positive mm. through all of this darkness while Reg is like t- tugging on her going like eh, this is weird yeah. uh, so I'm like that's all it is for me is like probably coming off of the story they had just told us with Prushka and then right into this what are you telling me you're like, not gonna get happiness with me yeah. I'm not looking for happiness though I'm looking for exploration I'm not looking for like let's just make friends with this thing so something can stab it next week and I feel sad I yeah. don't like I don't subscribe to that either yeah and so I'm like I'm not gonna care about them making friends if that friend is gonna be put in a meat grinder the next season you know what I mean like but... it's kind of a loop of like sacrifice that I'm like I get it but yeah. There's got to be something else. Yeah. And I think that's what's at the bottom. I think it's the because I think her mom probably had to go through all of the same stuff. Like it. I think the point is that this abyss is so it's the most dangerous thing ever in existence. And in order to be the person that gets to the bottom, you have to be willing to go through all of this horrible stuff, whether it's getting friends, losing friends, throwing away your humanity, whatever show me some treasure show me a better a different monster show me a relic show me one new relic one you got three in the what what wish granting egg egg? the wish granting egg nothing we got nothing from it we just get gross butt stories like that's what i'm trying to say like we don't get anything out of all these things that you're supposed to be they're sacrificing all this stuff for we're sacrificing all this for Rico to go see her mother, but it's like we're just hanging out with a bunch of gross things. Yeah. That end up killing each other for yeah. reasons that we don't understand. Yeah. So that's I why think I'm like, we'll get the why. You can't deal with another season. Like, it's fine. Like, have somebody be put in danger, have those things happen. But I'm like, I can't deal with another season of meet all these characters for them to be murdered and you to feel bad. For our characters to then pass to another layer. Yeah. But they're going to pass with I'm a new... that loop really fast. They're going to pass with a new tool or a new gadget or a new power. There's yeah, always but, an upgrade. Yeah, but I can, you can, I can easily argue that, like, up until Nanachi, it was genuinely, like, yes, this is, a, like, a show of, like, exploration and newness and, and braving the unknown. So let me ask you this. With actual danger yeah. included... And then now it doesn't feel like that at all. What specifically in the first season made you feel like we were gaining anything more than we're gaining now through like, going through the layers? The fact that like Rico was like identifying things that like she was like, oh, these are things I recognize. And then she's like, mm-hmm. oh, things I've seen only in books. Mm-hmm. So we're progressing deeper. Oh, like she's gaining like life skills. She's learning to like feed herself. And then mm-hmm. it's like, they're learning to depend on each other it's like reg was like learning that his limits it's like i can't always blast that laser every single time because i can't leave her completely you know by herself mm-hmm. and then meeting nanachi nanachi to me was her whole backstory was enough to explain like the darkness that comes up in this show the darkness of these different things that were were people are using these things to terrible means and mm-hmm. stuff like that so i'm okay. like it was 
there was enough fair and then it's like yeah it's like everything's great then we hit what like the third or fourth layer and that porcupine thing shows up and then it's like mm. that's real for first sense of like real real trouble yeah somebody die yeah type thing but i'm like it's like i i i it, i like the introducing the elements of danger with the elements of the unknown but it's like now it just doesn't feel like that like Bearing, like, leaving out the fact that this whole season could have been about the people from the past, right? Mm -hmm. We could have made this whole season about the people from the past. If we just take that out, I, f I didn't even feel a connection outside of, like, them reacting. Like, Reg having a little bit of his history explained mm -hmm. by, like... The other robots and stuff. Yeah, seeing something sim a, a century similar to him in this village. Yeah. But outside of that, <laughs> I hear you. So, so I'm just like, I didn't need to see, like, I really, this whole story of sacrifice and that thing, like, oh, it, it, it turned into this thing and then it gave birth to these babies to feed and then they were using it as food, but they didn't really want to do that. Like, I, that whole, it just felt like so unnecessary and like weird. Do you, do, do you think this season served at all to explain why this is the layer of no return? In the last one, the one where you, I think putting two children in those cages. Yeah. <laughs> rocking into like, yeah. Morphing into like yeah. awful blobs of That's like fair. that. Yeah. Is enough to explain why you can't come back right. That's fair. Like, That's the fair. fact that you might not have a mouth and hands That's fair. <laughs> in that information takes place. Like That's fair. I, to me, I thought that and with Bondrude was yeah. like the hard this is like this is where the humanity Yeah. Stops. Yeah. That literally makes sense. sacrificing orphans for experiments yeah. on this layer. That makes sense. And why do they have so many stairs on the fifth layer? Yeah. And, That's and the that question. And I get that if you made it a, I get if that was the story about this layer, I'll take it that way. Because it's like if the other story was the story about passing through Bondrude's layer, this is what happens in his zone. You know, it's like this is what's happening in this zone. But it's like, yeah, it makes it that much more unbelievable because it's like, how long has Fapuda been doing this to people? Yeah. You know, do they just ignore everybody else that comes through here? Yeah. Like, it's That's why I really want to know the time difference because I don't think they were there that long. Because that girl with the long hair and stuff, the red hair girl, she didn't look. Well, I guess it was probably a. Couple, it felt like a couple years at max. It's like, more. It was way more. It was. It was really hard to tell. But yeah, I'm like, I just, it just felt weird. It felt strange. I feel you. Because I mean, she, I... she she explained that she had been down in that cave. Like basically just experiencing stuff be by being connected, however she was to the ground. Which character? The red haired character. You were oh just yeah, yeah. About. When she was chained up to the, the organisms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to be done with it. So I'm what out. would get you back for the next season? Uh, just not be here. To any be other floor? Here. If we go to the next yeah, floor. Go to the next floor. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> And like not let's not focus on Fapuda because I'm I'm tired of her. She is with the party now, right? Yeah. I'm okay. Assuming so. Okay. I mean, she's a nice little weapon to add to the. I hope she, I hope she gets sacrificed in the next. Layer. Jesus. There. Boom. That's Reg's Bay, though. 
doesn't even remember her. <laughs> Not at all. It's like who this? Not at all. That that was that part was confusing to me too because with the whole time different stuff, I didn't understand how long ago Reg was there with Fapita, and how long. And I was like, what is the significance of that? Yeah. Like that she trained him somewhat before. Yeah, that part I still don't get. I don't really get he that. He wasn't even from there. It's not like she yeah. built. He came to there, so we still don't know where he's really from. And he must have had his memories when he first came from there, or came yeah. to there. Or maybe he didn't. We don't. We we don't know. So I do hope we get a lot of answers. Making your thoughts. Yeah. I hope we get so answers. yeah, let's move on to an anime I found way more interesting. Had a much better climax. <laughs> well, this one actually finished. Part six of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, t- also known as Part Five on uh, Netflix, I believe. Stone Ocean. Weird. They shouldn't have did that. They confuse everybody. Dona free. Um, but yeah, Tiz, what do you, what do you, how do you, what are your impressions overall on part six? Um, just to give an idea, if I had to rank it, it would probably be like, uh, spoilers. Part, spoilers. Yeah, it would probably be like part five, part three, part two, part how six. Does part five get ahead of part three. I love part five, yeah. I love part five too, but part three is just. I love so part three fun. too, but it's watch so when I watch them both back because I did kind of kind of recently, maybe like a year ago or something like that. Part five just looks newer and more modern yeah. and more like uh just more modern, I guess the way to put it. And part three, it ha- it gives me the same emotions, but it just feels more dated to watch it. So I think that's why when I watched back, I was like, okay, I think I like part five just a little bit more. But it's like really just a little bit. Um, so all that said, I I enjoy part six. Um, I I there were parts of it that I didn't that I was kind of like you know glazing over uh on it yeah but i think they were kind of reaching the limits of the craziness that the stands couldn't get into because it felt Mm -hmm. a little bit less novel than when i was watching like part three for example i'm like oh my god this power is crazy oh my god this is so creative but in part six i was kind of like okay this is a stretch there's kind of some holes here to where this wouldn't even make sense but i'm gonna look past it (laughs) um poochie though poochie top villain in all of jojo like he's one or two for me he's right up there with dio like i love poochie as a villain um so believable he almost makes me want to follow his cause the way he's like forward with his speeches he has the the confidence that king crimson feels like he earned but he doesn't hide (laughs) he doesn't hide the same way king crimson does like king crimson has this weird paranoia and anxiety to him right whereas poochie's just like I'm doing this. This is just everybody is else is wrong. Yeah, this is the will of God. I am the chosen one. You are all infidels. Yeah. Um, so I just I just love his boldness and his his certainty. Like he's so certain. There's no doubt in his mind whatsoever. I'm just laughing because I'm like this this dude became he like started priest training at like 15. Yeah. Like, did. And then it's like he's hanging out in the church one night and it's late, it's dark, and he just it's in like here's some shit in the pews and then they cut over to like dio's feet hanging out from under the beauty just like he's just chilling <laughs> yeah like he like swipes his feet up and he's just like like the idea of dio just hanging out at a church 
in the date because it's, it's dark. dark. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling, posted up in the corner. Like, like, shouldn't you burst into flames in this building or something? Shouldn't this be just as bad as the sunlight to be in here? So, like, he's he's nah. such a complex villain. Dio swag. Also, he's like the worst. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's a dirtbag too. Yeah, but he's so charismatic too, and he's so like yeah, like he good got at talking. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed because uh, I kind of forgot like the evolution of poochie and his stand like the changes awesome. that white snake makes yeah um i really enjoyed uh i forgot how weird sea moon is that little green baby like being born from like dio's bone that was one of the parts where i was watching i was like this makes no sense but it's it's fine it's bizarre adventure it's fine yeah bizarre. it's like uh yeah i don't understand i have to like really look into that part again if i really want to understand it what was he I, like? Make this baby eat the bone at noon on the twelfth of the month? No, no, because wasn't <laughs> it was it had something to do with the guy whose stand could like bring? Did he? Did it? It didn't bring dead things back to life, or did it? It brought life from rep- from dead things. So the one that where trees would grow from all the dead bodies and stuff is that what I you're think talking so, about? Yeah, yeah. It he brought like, life from death. He's the one that like created the invisible when they were fighting like the invisible crocodile. So like he like makes a Zombies. ghost yeah. yeah it's like it's like a ghost ghost zombie thing. Yeah. It's so it's weird, weird yeah so yeah it was like a combination of that stand and then also that guy i think was dead at one point and he and, was still fighting and they needed in order to birth the baby there needed to be like a conglomeration of dead prisoners all in like in the dirt at once yes. or something like that it was it was weird and then i, I think because that had something to do with um Oh, what is that? It's the one stand the where spirit one. Yeah, the one where it's like they it's literally pain just, and stuff. like triggered off of people's need to like for rage. Yeah, and just have to like beat each other. Your too. muscles are sparkling. They're so brilliant. Come and fight me. <laughs> and it's like they talk about how like that stand just like existed one day. It's so weird. That's weird. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of like I feel like to me they're just stall tactics. It's yeah. like I wanted to have a stand that's named after this band. Um, and so I'm just going to make a standing that this is banned and have this really dumb fight Weird that power. has nothing to do with the story. To me, this one leaned into Bizarre the most out of all of the seasons. Like, the word Bizarre Adventure, to me, this one leaned into that You have more. to be creative when you're at least three-fourths of the story takes place in a prison. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's supposed to be guards and stuff around. Yeah. Because I always say, like, like JoJo... Araki likes to fix things with Magic Kid. It's like insert Magic Kid. Was that um you you Emporio? Yeah, in this one. Part four, he, that kid wasn't so magic, but like he was just he was really good at deducing things quickly. That okay, yeah. But Emporio is kind of just straight up like just magic baby. Yeah, like he was in the prison, but he has a stand. Yeah. So I think that he kind of like zips up some of the stuff because it's like yeah a lot of stuff wouldn't happen if he wasn't just making stuff happen (laughs) popping out of a wall randomly hey i'm like the only to me the part that drags the most is like that getting to cape canaveral yeah um like uh when it's like anastasia and weather report are just i love that weather report's name is just wes it's like he's just wes oh is that i never noticed his real name yeah he's like he's like my name's wes they call me weather yes. <laughs> when he um uh, when they show his little backstory and he's yeah. like yeah he's like what's 
Um, but yeah, when they're in the car, like heading towards Jolene and Cape Canaveral, that part it drags a little bit. But yeah, I think it it drags until they get to the Sea Moon fight itself, where he starts doing all the gravity stuff. Yeah, and then that gets like so bonkers because I'm like, it, I really don't understand. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he's like, we're like, I'm falling sideways. Sideways, yeah. <laughs> Don't, like they they can't comprehend they're like trying to drive the car but the car's spinning on its tires because yeah. it's actually falling Going backwards up. yeah it's so it's so crazy, crazy. mind-blowing um but yeah i just really enjoyed the way that this season wraps yeah. i i kind of hate that the first female jojo is the one that loses um yeah. technically and they also technically kind of win yeah I think um, she knew what she was doing in that scene underwater where she's like, Emporio, go. I'll hold him off. I think she knows kind of that maybe. she has to die here, but for the time to go on or something. Like, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a stretch. Yeah. It's very much a stretch. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I like the way the ending wrapped up. They they went all the way back to um Roundabout for the ending, which is like one of the endings from part two. Mm-hmm. Um, which I really enjoyed. They showed all the the JoJo's, like they showed Jonathan, they showed Joseph and Caesar, they showed um, all our boys from Part Four. Shineki was still alive. Yeah. Um, so we're led to believe that this is a DLS um, world. Yeah, Oreo kind of like helped rewrite the timeline in a way where it's like everybody's alive but not affected by Dio. Or what did Dio ever even really want? We kind of don't know. Dio wanted Dio lost his humanity in part one, right? Yeah. So Dio becomes evil, and he he like decides that he's better than humanity than in part one. Yeah. I think we're supposed to believe that after part three, he goes off on this like made in heaven tangent, yeah. and he goes off on this like I eyes want of heaven. I want the perfect yeah. world. So, but I think what we're supposed to believe is, or maybe what we're supposed to understand is that, like, yeah, Dio may have created that world, but that world is a world without him. You know, I was just about to say on that point, you know what to me makes and would make and like the most amazing villain if their goal does not account for them. Like, it's not a selfish goal because they have factored in their own death into their goal. Which is big. Like, when the villain's goal is bigger than the villain themselves, I think that's really cool. And this is why I get mad at people who, like, want to skip part one and part two, right? Because it's like, that's Jonathan. Jonathan died holding Dio's head on a sinking ship because he thought that was going to kill Dio, and it didn't. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, he thinks that he's ending it, and it's like, he's actually starting it off because... Like that's how Dio gets it's his the body. Yep, and all—that's um, how all the stands are born, and all the yep. Now, well, technically, we don't really know where the arrow comes from because yeah. it kind of just up in part three. It's like a, it's like outside of the Joestar bloodline, this arrow also independently creates stands. Is it body. not like was it not made from Jonathan's body or anything weird the, like that? The arrow Never. had nothing to do with Jonathan's body. Okay, they were just like in Egypt okay because it's like it's so weird because it's dio and then part two is just randomly the 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 cars and like the stone the pillar men the pillar right yeah. and it's like forget them we're going right back to dio in part three he's actually yeah. alive forget about it and yeah i think 
what we're made to believe is that I just think it's like, yeah, Dio lost his humanity and then it's like the Joe Stars made it their mission to make sure that Dio didn't continue his streak of evil. Mm-hmm. That uh, That's kind of all I've ever taken from it. And then outside of that, the only rule is that stand, stand users are drawn to other stand, stand users. Now, where I am in part eight of JoJo is like now i feel like where the story is going now could possibly lead to an answer to your question of like, like what what like kind of like what is the place of the joe stars and the in dio and all of this in this world like the play the the role of stands and like where does that kind of come from mm-hmm. i'm curious if like we're gonna get to even hamon like is that still related that to stands yeah, that like I don't know. I'm like, are we supposed to believe that like, yeah, that's what that evolved into? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's still some but questions. Yeah. I, I the next part is I think the longest. Um, part seven I think is steel ball the run, as I was called. Yeah. And I'm sad. Like I'm a little sad that I wasn't a part of this originally because supposedly. So this came part six originally came out manga in like the early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like around two thousand three. And so then it's like everybody thought JoJo had ended, right? And then like at some point in future time, Steel Ball Run comes out. Mm-hmm. And people only know that they know it's by Rocky and that's it. Mm-hmm. They nobody they had any yet. idea to do with jojo uh, it was only marketed as steel ball run yeah and it was it was just marketed as a story about a race uh i'll crawl on horseback in like the late 1800s across the united states and so that's all you knew and okay. so like people didn't even know steel ball run was jojo related until yeah. like <laughs> the way into the story yeah because the internet so, probably wasn't crazy as it is today like with sharing well, yeah. information and all that or at least took a, it probably took a while yeah so I'm like, yeah, I w- I kind of wish that we still had that effect, but yeah, you get what you get. And I, I wish everything that... still had that. But yeah, I think, I it's, think... social media has kind of ruined it to where like something comes out the same day. Oh, this is related to this, 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 this is the ending. This is the whole world. This is how it fits in. The, like on the first day that something comes out, like somebody's dedicating themselves to getting that information. Out. Absolutely. I, I I don't know. I'm like. I laugh at the people who are like, stop spoiling. I'm like, how about you stop reading their That's articles? Because I'm like, it's true. they're always like, they're like, stop posting the next day. I'm like, how about you just don't just Twitter don't read? Yeah. Don't Jesus. be on social media. Like, yeah. I don't want to be spoiled by something. Unless, I don't get on Twitter. Yeah. yeah like, unless our mother walks in this room and says something to me, I'm not yeah. going to get spoiled. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. But I will. I am about to strangle our niece because she did it. She, she does it on purpose. <laughs> She literally yesterday she said she's like is all my dead yet and i was like you're not supposed to say Christ. yet i was like i'm gonna kill you i told that's her crazy. i said i'm like i'm gonna murder you that's stop crazy. i hope it's she's trolling because she could be trolling i told her i said i'm just not gonna talk to you if you keep doing that yeah <laughs> i'm serious. like don't Jesus ruin Christ. the thing that i love right now yeah oh yeah she's just like she's trolling. like oh. i said all might hasn't even been in this season not if really you keep up yeah. <laughs> like not we've really. seen him I like five seconds yeah. but 
yeah so to wrap all that up uh to i'm with you like part six is definitely not <laughs> my favorite part yeah um but i thought it was still fun and i thought oh, yeah. it's like a de- it's an interesting mix-up on the party um you know because we're used to like all dudes pretty much at this point so i'm mm-hmm. glad that we got some chicks and i i i love that like like jolene and Hermes are like kind of stupid. They're kind of buttholes. Yeah, like they are. when they when they had their time to not be serious and they, like it's like that one scene I told you where they were like driving, they're driving through Florida and they see like the swamp and they're like, they're like, look at that stupid alligator. And yeah. Jolene's like, I'll throw a rock at it and just for no like, reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Little dirt bag. Yeah. So I'm just like, and then yeah. So I enjoyed it. Um, I will say. It's, One other thing, mm-hmm. I was not a fan at all of the way Netflix released it. No, I, I think I, I hate a, that. Yeah, like it just yeah. made let it re- weird. Let me release enough for you to like it, and then forget, forget everything, everything that happens. So that yes. when we release the next part in three months or yeah. four months, yeah. uh, you'll have to like basically rewatch it again. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. I hate yeah. that. either I like week it. to week or all at once. Exactly, I agree. Preferably week to week, so we can cover it properly. I agree. Um, but yeah. So uh, that's it for JoJo Part 6. And let's get to current anime. Um, I've shortened <laughs> I've shortened uh, our list of ongoing shows in prep for uh, winter anime, which we are currently deep into. We just, I don't think there's, it's, I don't think this season is popping um too much i have like a very low list of things that i'm going to check out and whether i will be sticking with them is an even lower percentage so let's talk about that thing that that's setting us ablaze no pun intended my hero season six let's go continues it's just blowing it's just it's just out here just putting out nines and tens they're going crazy even the flashbacks are crazy like how you give a whole flashback episode that's in fully engaging, that doesn't happen often. I love that. Like <laughs> we are fully invested in a side character's family. Family, yeah. This is like the number one family in the whole show. Like I'm watching um, Hey Arnold. It's yeah. like when Hey Arnold will have a whole episode that was that didn't have Hey Arnold in it. I kind of like though how they're because my hero. What I'm just noticing with this season is like they're putting separate emotions in separate places. If you get what I'm saying, like. So it's like we're getting our family thing with the Endeavor and the side family. We're getting all the family drama there. We're getting like the main hero stuff with Deku and, and Bakugo. And then we have like the other classmates who we might get some other lesson or some other thing like emotionally from. So it's like everything's not all Deku. It's not Deku all Deku's yeah. family. It's not all Deku that's in trouble. It's not things are kind of spread out and yeah. I like that because it makes me care about other it's characters. Truly an ensemble. Yeah. It's an ensemble piece. They're all time. main characters. Like no, just, like. I do I don't know about you, but I do feel when Deku is absent. Like I feel it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's my boy at? Where's yeah. my heart? I do miss him. I miss him. Uh, and then can we <laughs> I just I was practicing it prior to the us recording, but I, I have not gotten it down. Is it is it God King Lord Explosion Murder? What's his name? Oh, that best genus size <laughs> calls Bakuga. <laughs> I hate that he calls him that. God, I forget. He God said King it, but of I love Explosion it. Murder, yeah. <laughs> like why did he start calling him that? 
he's giving him his respect. He earned his name, son. Best genius. Call him by his name. Oh my Yo, God. best genius said he he literally said this week he was like, that's worse than illegal denim. And someone <laughs> said, What's illegal denim? And he didn't even <laughs> answer. <laughs> if you don't know, it's above you, peon. What? What's illegal? That's worse than illegal denim. Illegal <laughs> denim. <laughs> illegal denim. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what that means. And the, bro, they got my boy on a on a like he's got to talk through like a. Oh the 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 Darth Vader John. They burnt Hawks's vocal. Like yeah. Dobby burnt his vocal cords. He torched him. He torched that man up. <sighs> his whole body was on fire, so it's, it could have got him. He's like. He's got the Darth Vader going on a little bit. <laughs> He's got the I Darth Vader. Yeah, I thought he was going to take it off and do like. <laughs> His mouth's just all melting. Or like, yeah, he's just. I hope he's not permanently like busted up like that. I think he's healing. Yeah, I hope he's actually healing. Crazy right now. Though. We got he too many heroes so that can heal. And my. But at the same, it feels like we don't. <laughs> I was about to, I was Everything... about to say. <laughs> yeah my main thing right now is so everybody with especially with this episode all the criminals are loose right they just freed the entire ship of criminals including including Let's all for one about. and shigaraki but, but listen 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 every hero is in the hospital what's stopping them from blowing up the hospital right now how are they just like endeavor just calm Ten. chilling in his hospital bed like ten thousand. 10,000 criminals have been released into the Including wild. Including all for one. How is this hospital safe at all? We're acting on the, the this is the rules of war, okay? <laughs> so we just had our big fight, so everybody's taking a seat right Everybody's now. chilling. We called, everybody's taking a seat, okay? It's just so the little burglars and stuff that are out in the streets. It's not none yeah. of the main criminals. Let the little minions out to run. <laughs> They'll be fine. We don't need to check on them for a while. This is like, you know, the, the halftime and they let the kids come out and shoot. Shoot on the court. <laughs> that's what these 10,000, that's what that is. Like the three-year-olds are doing their little shots. <laughs> while, the, while the real team is the on the bench. The big boys are chilling, planning their next move. That's yeah, that funny. I literally burst. You for, you just reminded me, like I bursted out into like out loud laughter when they were like three other prisons. Yo, <laughs> every criminal ever is loose. <laughs> Every criminal ever is loose. Oh God, I don't even know how many heroes. Stain. We, we saw Stain. Yeah, He's just chilling. Like the boy is back. He got he his blade his back. back. Yeah. Oh my God. He's about to go out there and but there's gonna be nobody to murder. They're all in the hospital. Well, I was like, there's gonna be nobody to intimidate because <laughs> yeah. everybody's criminals. <laughs> He's gonna have to start killing the wannabe criminals. Like, shouldn't we just be feeling his aura now that he's loose? Yeah. Just, like two floors below, like the bloodlust. Feeling his aura. The bloodlust. Yeah, I'm like everybody's in in bandies. This is crazy. Everybody's busted up. But yeah, I was dead, yo. Like, all right, let me rewind back to great opening. By the way, love yeah. seeing young never. Um, yeah. Oh, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Remembered in Last of Us in the open in two thousand and three in the opening uh not opening scene but like when they're telling at breakfast and she's like, Are you you're thirty six, right? And I was like, Oh god, stop. Stop. 
calling out ages. I was like, this is where I start. Because I was watching, same with Yellowstone, like the one of the main characters, uh, Beth, she's like, I'm a 34-year-old woman. I'm like, stop it. Stop telling me your ages. But Joe, Joe's a young dad to me. Like, when I look at Joe, I'm like, that's he's a young dad. 36. That, yeah. I'm only years from that. It's but you crazy. see how old his daughter was, though? She was like 14 or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he had her young. It's like when our dad had me. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so going back to that. So Young Endeavor, we learned that. So I, I found this episode very, like, not enlightening. Um, oh, I found it enlightening. Well, enlightening, but like, I felt it like very burden lifting, right? Because I'm like, first of all, we see that like Endeavor was not like, he was up there right like people he already had that like almost number one hero respect right he had that number two yeah. hero and stuff. people are, yeah. everybody's like, you know yeah, count out sure. you know they're like very impressed with him for sure so it's like we we get we learn that his wife was kind of like served up to him on a platter and she agreed to this this was not she was not forced against yeah, her will it was a deal to marry endeavor become yeah. his wife it's like kind of like her parents we we learn her parents kind of like you know they needed the money or whatever and it was an mm -hmm. opportunity and she wanted to make her family proud blah mm -hmm. blah blah type and so it, in the very beginning and then you know we get to see toya um young toya happy toya that whole setup of like you know i'm gonna make this hero that surpasses uh all might but then they also kind of throw in there that like they called it a designer baby and we they learned said, that it's illegal too well, no, they said it was taboo okay, they said yeah work designer babies are taboo it's looked down upon yeah. yeah it's looked down upon and so but then we learn very swiftly after that that toya has great firepower but has his mother's like Skin cold resistance cold susceptibility Affinity. yeah so yeah it's like he's getting burned all the time um and then we very swiftly learn that toya takes on his father's like initiative to be the best very intensely yeah and like takes it to heart more so even than they do because i found it like refreshing to see that the when the doctor said yo like don't stop training your child like you're toy is the hurting. oldest right the firstborn Toya's the oldest by that's... a year okay because they showed when they showed the other kids they toya was 13 natsu was 12 and the girl was eight i think that's important to this yeah that he was the firstborn so, i think that's probably why he kind of yeah, took, well, took that on the way he did. My point was to say that, like, the doctor said, "Yo, stop training him because it's damaging him." It's and they himself. did; they yeah. literally did. And Endeavor did not push it any further, and to the point where he's like, "No matter what I tell Toya, he does not stop." To the point where he's out. yelling at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's screaming at his mom and stuff. Now, where we this is where where we see the dark turn happen. Like, well, one we see Shoto be born, and that everybody I feel so bad for Shoto feel super bad for feel so bad for he didn't do anything man <laughs> poor baby you just be the last yeah i also wonder like did they just take a break with natsu and fuyumi like they did they just not try to train them at all or did they try to train them and see it wasn't it didn't work i was about to say i think potentially because to me it seems like the quirks are kind of a grab bag i think potentially mm -hmm. their quirks are either so weak or non-existent that it wasn't even worth it like maybe he can light up a finger and that's it you know what i mean like I think it's kind of like a randomness to it, because they never they didn't seem as affected by the dream yeah. as as Toya did. Yeah. 
Um, and and I yeah, think they, they probably went to this doctor every time they had a kid, like, yo, assess this kid's quirk. And I think there's something to be said for the fact that, like, Endeavor was like, go make friends, go be normal kid, don't worry about training anymore. And he's like, all my friends talk about is being, being a hero. A hero. Yep. So he's like, not even just getting it from dad, he's getting it from his peers. Cool, from yep. mm. So I think I'm glad that they showed that, like, because I really, I honestly feel like this took a lot of blame off Endeavor. Like, even for somebody like me that, that already felt bad for him, I feel like he was kind of like, the same way that you look at a soldier who like mm. kills a child and they say, I'm just doing my job. And you say like, you go really, I'm just doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hitting that vibe for me with Endeavor yeah. where I'm just like, he was the number two hero. He had a challenge. His challenge was like to be the best, you know, and he in the swept upness that everybody was swept up in this like superhero movement. Mm-hmm. He was just with that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not like the mom said, well, no, I won't be, I won't, you know, be included in this. She signed up for it too. So that's why I like everybody in the family kind of took, even like Toya, I mean, uh, Natsu and Fuyumi didn't really need to take any responsibility. That was Toya was like, I could have, or that Natsu was like, I could have beaten Toya up a little bit. You know, like I could (laughs) have reminded him. He didn't have to do any of that. Yeah. That wasn't his job. Yeah. I like that the mom took some onus. Now, what I was going to say before is where we see the dark turn happen is Endeavor kind of gave Toya to, is her name Shiemi? I don't know what I want to call her. The Shiemi. daughter or who? Oh, the mom. I forget the mom's name. But yeah, so he kind of was like, once Toya was like unclaimed and he claimed Shoto instead and said like, I'm going to train Shoto. He kind of was like, one, yeah. I'm for Toya because he said, I can only train Toya to be a hero and he can't be that. Like, that's kind of how he just was like, and that's when I'm going to say she, I mean, that's when his wife was like, all right, now you're being a coward because yeah. you're, you're stepping out of parenting because yeah. he parent him the way you want to. Exactly. Yep. So that's where I'm like, okay, now we can be mad at Endeavor because mm-hmm. he's literally treating her like he's mad at her for something that Toya is doing. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, she can't control him any more than you can. Mm-hmm. So that's where we he's looking for he, places to place blame because he didn't want to put any on himself at that point in time. I don't think that, and it's like he just didn't know how to be a non-hero parent to this kid. Yeah, because yeah. being a hero, his entire everything, everything. Yeah, All like right. his little, little suit with his fire tie, bro. <laughs> that is a saucy. His his costume is one of the best. His costume is definitely one of the best, but. Are you ready for my pushback? Because sure. I think Endeavor is actually probably the worst father in all of anime. And this episode cemented it for me. Now I just feel like you're just doing this. No, I swear to you, I'm not. I think Goku is a better parent. I think Jing is a better parent. I think absence of a parent. I think Toya not having a father would have been better for him in not becoming a villain than him having Endeavor as a father. What? Oh, I can't hear you. I, I was like, can I get some vodka in this? I'm going to need some oh, Yeah, no, no, no. So I'm going to break it down to you. First of all, if Kratos Jin, is a... Jin and Goku, you guys. All right, go ahead. First of all, if not only Jing and Goku, if Kratos is a better father than you, that says a lot. Kratos is a better father than Endeavor. But that's on the later end. Secondly, let me go back to the flashback. So... Here's why I got to put most of the blame on Endeavor still. 
from the moment first of all it starts with the child breeding endeavor's goal he knew this was taboo yet yet his goal was still to birth this perfect child that was a lot of that is on him nobody pushed him to want to do that he had this innate drive and like a passion to just be number one which i'm not mad at the passion and the drive i just think he handles it up until recently very very poorly like he's he's too willing to step on those around him to get to that number one spot whereas all might was trying to save everyone around him to get to that number one spot huh one i mean outside of like the things that he's done to his family because they all stopped communicating at one point yeah they all admit to that outside yeah. of that who did who is endeavor really hurt no, nobody outside of his family. I'm only talking about why he's responsible for Toya's parenting. Um, So he wanted to make this number one child. That's number one wrong thing already. He's he's not... He probably does love his children. Huh? Parent. Say that again? Tiger parent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. Tiger parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he I do think he loves his kids and he probably always has. I don't think he's ever known how to parent them. Um, I do think he is mostly responsible for Toya. Like when Toya keeps saying, you lit this fire under me, dad, you did. I do but think you can't control how much of your passion is passed on to your child. You can. You can control how much and how you can control how. Listen. You can control how you display that passion in front of them and how you act in front of them. So if Listen, he would have, I'm, I'm serious. Okay. If he okay. wouldn't have been less aggressive, probably in front of Toya seeing him, like he's, he's like gassing himself. He's like, I'm going to be the best no matter what, forget everything else. Toya's just absorbing that the whole time, I'm yeah. sure. And he's telling Toya, he's like, you're the chosen one. You have the potential to surpass me. You're going to be the number one hero. He was telling him that. I even saw that like his firepower changed. I agree. And even he was that my power got stronger. Yeah. I'm saying though, I think if at that point earlier in life when Toya was young, if if Endeavor would have been like, Hey son, you have a lot of potential, but you know, you can still do whatever you want. You know, you don't have to be number one hero, but I believe you can do good things in this world. If he would have took that approach as opposed to you're gonna be the best, it's up to you, it's all on you. I I couldn't do it. You're going to surpass me. You have to be the one. Intense, but yeah. That's how, that's Endeavor though. That's his personality. Huh? <laughs> that that's his personality. He wasn't like, it's shoulder, son. He that, wasn't like that. But like, but he wasn't probably saying it, but like the, you oh, could probably feel saying. the intensity off of him. So I do I'm blame also him. Laughing. I'm also laughing because I'm a hundred percent with you. And then I'm picturing that one shot of Toya when he's got like the cloak on. And he's at the door and he's like turning around. And he's like, oh, I'm going to prove myself to you parents. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be 100% with you till he had that little turd moment. And then but I'm like, no, that's that, that's that little inner turd in him. He was lost. That's he, the little turd blooming. He was already lost at that point. That's what I what? think. I think he's already off the deep end. That's Dobby. That's yeah. the me. That's what separates Toya from Natsu, from Fuyumi, from Shoto. Is that weird? I need to be number one passion. That I think he, he got did. that from Endeavor. Fine. But what I'm saying is none of the other kids did, right? Nobody else picked up on that. Not even no 
Shoto could have picked up on that because he didn't even know about Toya. He like yeah. Toya was like wiped from his memory. Yeah. So he could have equally been as crazy. But Shoto but I, had I think each child had reduced passion. <laughs> that too, that too. But I think Shoto's Shoto's experience with his mom was also different. He went through different experiences than Toya did. I think like, if trying to burn his mother when she wasn't crazy. Toya? Before you... like Toya had his mother before she got all dark and, and crazy and started seeing Endeavor in the children. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. And, and Toya was still like, fuck you, mom. Basically, like, I'm going to burn. <laughs> no, I agree. I don't think you're wrong in that. But here's what I'm saying. I think if Shoto was the firstborn, he would be Toya. I think no matter who was the firstborn. Shoto if is they... so different compared to all those children. I think like, because he was low energy. Yeah, he's. he's really is you like he really is that last child like i think it might be a last child thing like i don't know what it is but um but all i was gonna say is that to to your point and another piece of completely different piece of fiction in yellowstone right Mm -hmm. because of the the way of the rancher is going away there's a lot of like there was like a farmer who committed suicide Mm -hmm. he just went out in his field and just shot himself and so they show the aftermath of like the one of the main characters sells all his horses to try and get some money for the family because they of course the farmer left nothing behind and the son when they walk up to the house to tell the the wife about the selling the horses he sees the little boy outside and he's like i'm sorry about your dad and he's like everybody's sorry doesn't make a difference you're like damn oh my god (laughs) and so then like he walks in on that and when he's leaving um the kid's like you a cowboy and the the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, my dad was a cowboy too. I'm going to be a cowboy when I grow up. And I'm like, you just watched your dad shoot himself. Yeah. <laughs> you clearly like don't care about him anymore. You're like, yeah. he's a piece of crap now. And like, cause even the mother is like that piece of shit coward. Left <laughs> yeah. <him for> yeah. <laughs> he still wants to be a cowboy. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like. How old you was he though? How old? How old? That age impressionable, like eight okay. or not. Okay. Because so age like, matters, I think. And I was like, yeah, he's old enough to know that sorry doesn't make a difference. Yeah. But like, not old enough to get that this lifestyle is what killed his father. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think that really is old enough to really know that. You know, because some a lot of kids I feel like will just say <laughs> things they've heard like that. You know, to try to be like whoever they're trying to be like, and yeah. not necessarily know what they're really saying. But and it's I, really to me in a and regard like all of this being said, these are both pieces of fiction. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that to say, like, here's a situation where child knows that father's occupation turned into negative life consequences, yet child still wants to be a thing. But that goes towards my point. I think as a father, as Endeavor, it was his responsibility, not Toya's or anybody else's, to know, to identify these things in his son and to parent him accordingly so that he doesn't, even if he has evil inside of him the benefit of the doubt because no parent is going to be perfect yeah giving you the the doubt that when you went to the doctor and they said stop training your child and you stop training your child you're a good parent hold on i have to stop you there because he didn't just stop training him after he boosted him up he said no son stop stop cold turkey stop you're you're not gonna be a hero stop no you no you can't he did it in a way that was gonna crush him what what is he let him 
I'm burn t- himself to No, the I'm going to tell you what he's supposed to do. Hey, son, guess what? They have special hero equipment. Don't go as hard on the fire. Let me teach you how to be a hero even though you're not. Doesn't understand that because he doesn't go through that. How is that's he going my... to teach something that he himself doesn't understand? And that's why I keep saying you All can't come have. down on Like, that's like me judging you on your very first child. Like, mm-hmm. you should know better because you're a human on this earth. No, if you didn't go through that, you're that's, not going to know what to tell your kid. That's different. I'm sorry. Though. You're just not. You're that's not. It's though. not different. That is different. different. I'm going to tell you why it's different. Something to be said about you can go out of your way to teach yourself to then be able to teach your child, right? Yeah. To me, that's what a parent does. But on average, most parents ain't doing that. They're going yeah. by what they need growing up we don't we have no idea what endeavor's childhood was like they don't flash back that far no that's true but i think the answer like the clarity for me was right there when he was just like i don't know how to parent a child that's not a hero so don't breed children don't breed children if you if one might potentially grab bag we don't know that the next one's not the perfect child no but you're proving my point so here's my point if you're breeding children, you know that quirks aren't 100% inherited. You know that. You've seen other quirk. You've seen so many people have quirk kids. Like, so he's making the choice to breed children, and he didn't think that one of them might have a weird problem like this. He didn't even consider it. Ladies and gents, tis the saying that Natsu and Fuyumi shouldn't exist. That's what you're saying. That's Wait, what why? I'm hearing. Tis- why? 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 Natsu, you're saying after Toya failed, they should have stopped, and none no. of those other children. That's not That's what, what I'm saying. saying. I'm saying he should have thought ahead when he decided to breed children that one of them might not be the per- like the first one might not be the perfect hero. <laughs> like, why would you just assume that? Oh, son. Oh, he's perfect. No, he's he had the other ones to keep him company. Like it just didn't like, work out. It's like he leaned all the way into the you're gonna be all might on the first child. Like he just leaned into it. Like that's his fault. Didn't didn't though. You said what if he didn't? Didn't. Then he would be more like Shoto, I think. More level-headed. He like, only inherited he, that passion because Endeavor like, showed him I that. I easily see a world where Endeavor neglects this child. And not neglecting, like, I don't care about you. Like, neglecting, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force this child to yeah. be a hero. But still parent and I could him. See, I could see the exact opposite see, thing of, I like, dad thought i was good enough that's why you never trained me so i gotta be i gotta be the best because i gotta make him look at me it's the same thing he's doing now he's like daddy will look at me if i'm better but in it's that, the same it is but in that situation why why can't there be a middle ground why is it either i'm not gonna look at you at all or i'm gonna train you to be the best my point is that i don't I, as a child yeah. i don't think there is a middle ground like i think dobby is that 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 edge that edge case child He's gonna swing wildly in either direction. I don't think so. I think he only did because like, All Might did, or because think, Endeavor did. I think like you have four kids, like you're gonna have a chance at like four different personalities, Absolutely. and that's why I'm saying, like, yeah, there's a chance for just like there's a chance for one of them to be quiet, and yeah. you know, like there's a chance for one to be completely bonkers. And I get what you're saying. Prepare for all cases. Yes, but I'm in the realistic world of parenting parents just think kids are going to be like them so it doesn't they don't they're not going to prepare for the case that they don't think is going to happen yeah but if i can saying to 
you, it's really unrealistic to think that parents prepare <laughs> no, for I what get... they think their personality is going to be. But like. if I can think to prepare without even having a kid, why can't someone who's breeding children? That's you being the last child of a family that has raised children for like 20 years prior to you. Okay. So you've seen all of these things occur and happen. And so now you can say, well, maybe you, you don't need to do all this. Just do that because this turned out like this and that turned out like that. But you have that experience. He's not going to have that experience on the first child. That's why on child number four, we're just in tears every other episode. Because <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, I, it took me four children to figure this out. And it, it took the child. It took the child that reacts to nothing yeah. for me to figure out that this is a bad thing I'm doing. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I feel like, like there's too many examples. Literally watching him learn the lesson. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Not like he's learned the lesson and this is happening again. It's like we're freshly watching him learn the lesson. Do you agree that he himself knows that he's late on the on the pickup of this lesson? You can tell, like, by the sheer fact that, like, one, you lose your child, then you lose your wife, and you don't try to fix that either. Like, he's not even. He didn't even talk to her until till she came back in this room but it goes to show you he, he's not looking at her and going what are you doing here no he doesn't he's hate like, anybody cries which to me goes he just didn't know how to approach any of this yeah which goes back to what his the mother said which is you're running away yeah because this is what you know how to do and don't get my and argument I, mixed up that person that's no what I, i'm saying yeah don't get my oh, argument mixed up he's not a bad person but he's a terrible parent. He's not <laughs> and, a bad and, person. He's a hero. But I'm, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that doesn't make you a terrible parent either. Because okay. sometimes, like you look at um like Hawks's dad, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> better if he had ran away. Would have been way better if he had ran away. If the mom didn't make didn't make him stay. Yeah. Remember he said like the mom like hid him. Yeah. And that's why the dad like that's the case where like. Maybe you want that parent to run away from the situation. Yeah, because I agree. Going to stay around and beat Hawks. Uh, what's his face's dad? Uh, Shigaraki's dad. If he would, Shigaraki would have been way better off if his dad was not there. But I Shigaraki think... would be better off if his grandmother had been in his life. I also agree. I no, I agree. But she thought she was doing the best thing for them. But she also didn't do anything negative to him like Endeavor did things negative to his family. Like she didn't actively do anything to him. It was her absence that was. Her absence was the intentional act. Like her act. It wasn't like she left and didn't know. She intentionally left to not be connected with them so that they weren't in trouble. But that in itself caused the problem. Yeah, but to me that's different from like, hey, going up to your to 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 like your wife or whatever and like this is your fault my son is like this or son this is like that's different to me just walking away from something this is where you get bad bad dad is when you turn to wife and go you should have been watching him i don't have time to watch him yeah it's your fault that he's out burning himself yeah and i said that that's where i totally disagree and i think yeah he's being a terrible person at that point and even so tell me this to move it forward a little bit his relationship with Shoto, do you feel he parented Shoto well? I don't feel like he parented Shoto. You I feel like he Shoto like he would train a sidekick. 
So you don't think he still had he you don't think from Shoto being born he had that same now you're the one who's gonna beat. Cause I thought that's what the whole second season was about with him not using his fire. He was like, Shoto, you're the one who's gonna be better, but only if you use your full power. Cause his that Shoto's thing was like, Mom burn me because she's thinking of about you. you. Yeah. So I'm gonna not be like you at all. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. I ever got. So you don't think Endeavor was pushing him to be like him? I do, because we saw that scene, right, where he's like, why can't I play outside? And he's like, you're not like them. Yes, <laughs> yes, like, yes. Like, you're in a different life from them. So what? But see, but see, that's where I, again, will go back to the child's personality and their the reception. Yeah. That child's receptiveness it's to different. the parents, right? Yeah. Shoto actually is like, no. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, go play. Whereas, like, where Toya's like, he's like, yeah. I, no, they are in a different world from me. Yeah. I must to be the best. Like, I agree. That's the child. But my... like, like you said, Endeavor was treating him almost like Toya too, but he was not, Shoto was not receptive to it. That's my question though. That's my main question I'm trying to get at. If he saw what happened to Toya, why did he not change what he was doing with Shoto? Why did he try the Shoto... same approach again? Oh yeah. Huh? Because... I, I honestly think in Endeavor's mind, the only thing that stopped Toya was his inability to handle the heat. So he's looking at to Shoto and going, oh, you're that, but you can handle this. You're not hurting yourself when we do this, so I can push you. And to me, that's a mistake because he should have learned. He should have he learned but this it, in general. I'm always, and this is why I love generational anime so much. No, I agree, yeah. Because you kind of get that explanation, right? It's like, we don't have no idea what how endeavor was raised mm -hmm. i don't know if we ever will know yeah so it's I hope like we do been in a super strict family and go and then in his mind it could just be like this made me and i work yeah <laughs> so this is what works period like some people just think like is that, that justification though does that make if you all you know is wrong and you do wrong does that make it not wrong i'm it doesn't make it wrong because it's like we could like i might look at someone whose family kicks kids out at 18 as wrong yeah, but that's not wrong, and they might not see it as wrong. You know, if what they I mean? all if all those kids end up bad and villains, then it is wrong. That's what makes <laughs> it wrong. <laughs> end up as villains, right? If the, if, if if the first one does, end up as see no, because if that were the case, like we wouldn't have been allowed to do anything. <laughs> Why? Because our brother did everything wrong. But we were. I so think we, we were raised differently. We weren't though. That's what I'm saying. Like we actually got less opportunities wise and like ventures wise. Mm -hmm. We got a lot. But you have to like ask questions to know that. <laughs> I've asked a lot of questions. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. No, I questions. get you. Probably not. But as I'm many. like, yeah. It I think it just varies, like but yeah, I think it, it, there's something to be said, because yes, children can be molded, but like look at you and I. We were raised very similarly, very similar house structure, very similar parent structure, like for the first 10 years of our life. I would say different house structure. I would, let's say first six years of your life. Yeah. We're relatively the same. We have okay. really different personalities. Really different? On some things, we yeah, are on some things. very aggressively. Yeah, kind of like this, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not just talking about verbal arguments. I just mean as far as like how you approach things in life, yeah, how yeah, you yeah. feel about. Them. I agree. That has nothing to do. I don't. I, I think that's a nurture, a nature thing. 
I, it might I have think a, that's where we disagree. I think it has a speck to do with nurture and a lot to do with nature. I, f- I feel you. I do think that's where we main. I think that's the main disagree. Because I'm like, topic. I just, I won't say exactly what it was, but we had something recently where we, I literally looked at our mother and I went, how are we, that how different. do times very have, like, we are literally on opposite ends yeah. of the, <laughs> but the situation that caused that, <laughs> it's like we both went through that but we have completely different viewpoints of it and i think that's just yeah. the child right that's the person i also think that the difference between us two like in real life and shoto and and toya is that they're both boys we're a boy and a girl i think that makes a huge difference too because we i see this all the time we are lenses of both of our parents is different for each parent for each of us if you get what i'm saying Whereas I think Toya and Shoto, they should be looking at Endeavor the same way, more or less. Like, they should be looking at... The lens that they look at him through should be more or less the same, I think. So that's why I think... That's why I put so much emphasis on his actions. Like, I get what you're saying, but even if you parallel... You should just switch the parents. Because you have one parent in that situation that just went wonky and just gave up, disappeared. yeah. Yeah, you know, so I would argue that like some similarities there, but I say that all to say that, um, yeah, Toya, if 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 Shoto had a quarter of the fight that Toya has, (laughs) I might believe your argument a little bit more. But I'm like, even as a baby, (laughs) he had that dead like he did. He was in his little his little ice bubble while he was sleeping. They're like yelling. (laughs) He's just like, (laughs) yeah. No, so yeah, for you, me, and not to through. But yeah, I'm like he's like I love when he was like he held out his hand and he's like when you're done crying, stand up and shake my hand. Yeah, <laughs> Dad. He's like I'm gonna let you cry. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> Endeavor sees his family now. He just bursts into tears. Yeah, <laughs> like I do appreciate crying. that. I appreciate yeah. the regret because I I feel that he really feels like he wants to be a better person and fix whatever mistakes he thinks he did. This is to me, this is truly the the actions and the 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 you're seeing the emotions of someone who truly understands that the way that things have they've done things, the the impact did not match the intention. Yeah, and I think actually seeing he's seeing that it's like accountability too like i just love how he's not running away from it he's not he's not being like oh i had nothing to do with this oh it was because of this oh he was just a crazy kid oh blah. like he himself is like all right i probably could have did this better all right i'm gonna do this different moving forward i'm gonna be a better example for shoto moving forward i'm gonna try and bond with shoto a little more because maybe i was removed they were like (laughs) hawks was like who burned shoto's face Oh, and he was like, do that. And then Rough topic. The mom's like, no. that was, she was like, that was me. My bad. She's like, I started seeing their father and then I just, you know, splashed the <gasps> hot water. My bad, son. <laughs> that's still the most yeah, like, Look, that's still you one know, of the saddest things up, in the show. Let's not forget that mom dumped a hot yeah. pan of water on show. I'm mad at her for that. Don't get me wrong. I'm mad at her for that. Should have been in the hospital staring out a window for three seasons for that. I'm mad at her for that. Because I never saw... We saw Endeavor hit her, but we never saw him hit any of the kids. 
So good on him for that. Swinging on people. Huh? Swinging on people. (laughs) And that was was when I turned on him. I said, see, he crazy. Because I said, he's fire swinging at his mom. I was like, putting his cloak on. Having like dark moments in the doorway. That's him. Dobby. Little baby Dobby. Yeah, and I and I don't disagree that he may not have had anything weird going in his mind or whatever. Like he didn't have any weird tendencies, but I think someone should have Look, identified. One that always says that the quirks are like an extension of their personality. I right? agree. So the hottest, the hotter the fire, yeah. the hotter the personality. Yeah, he might just be a little more flamboyant. I agree. You know? No, I agree. I agree. But yeah, Hello. I. Just, I just think at that. I just think you gotta handle them differently. If once you identify the crazy a little bit, Papa Tis gives you his advice on how to raise your children. Yeah. I can't wait for your podcast. For my what? For your parenting podcast. That's uh, never happening. I don't care enough. You're to gonna give people get advice. Dog, you're gonna be like parenthood with Tis. It's just gonna be about your <laughs> raising a dog like he's my kid. <laughs> Talk like he's a baby. <laughs> You're gonna be like, okay, you need to apply the diaper cream to their belly. And you're gonna be like rubbing his belly. I say dogs are just eternal, like five year olds. <laughs> just for the entirety of their life, they're just stuck at the age of five. <laughs> <laughs> like for real, for real. I can't wait. I can't wait, y'all. I just the parenthood with Tiz. Parent, it's in the hood, in the P hood with Tiz. Yeah. In, Duhood. I've learned and so then, much from anime about parenting. It's crazy. Hood is short for parent. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Jing. I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna leave a note. I'm like, find me, son. And it's gonna turn. He's gonna turn out mad strong. He's gonna be mad inquisitive. He's gonna be mad good at making friends. That's all you gotta do. The anime fathers with tis. That's all you gotta do. Just leave a note. Come find me, son. <laughs> I love pod- you. The whole podcast is just a note. That's like. <laughs> I never wanted to be a parent. <laughs> <laughs> or Goku, just just be around, but don't be that much around. <laughs> Gohan didn't turn out a villain. Go fishing, son. <laughs> That's all they did together. They fish and ate. Trunks didn't turn out a villain. What did Vegeta do? A lot many more issues that we're not going to discuss. <laughs> That's right. That's the writer's fault. That's not Trunks' fault. That's just the writing. That, they did him dirty. No, it's his fault. <laughs> they did him dirty. <laughs> oh I, man! Dragon Ball is just a a, a, a wash with absentee fathers. Oh, yeah. Just no fathers. That's what they teach anywhere. you as a Saiyan. As a Saiyan, you must leave as your a son. Saiyan, your dad has already died in war, and you were born in a test tube without your father. <laughs> and if you die before you get to be old and be a father, that just means you weren't strong enough. Strength to the Saiyan race. You know what I'm saying? May the weak ones die. <laughs> if you don't survive to be a father, you were worthless. You were worthless anyway. <laughs> That's how I imagine Saiyan logic is. I want to po- I want to podcast this. It's you, Ging, oh, uh, Piccolo, and um. Who else? What other terrible fathers? I was say Piccolo. You, Piccolo's gonna hard exit. He's gonna be like, I did everything for people <laughs> like you. Every podcast wondering why he's on the father podcast. <laughs> and you go, cause you raised Gohan, and he's gonna be like, No, I didn't. He's like, uh. <laughs> Oh my god. Raised Gohan and Pan. Yeah, honestly. 
<laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Probably a little bit of Goten, too. Uh, so, yeah, King. Uh, I don't know why. I'm like, who? Was there? There wasn't a bad father in Naruto. I think of the third always as a terrible father. But that's only because him and Azuma didn't like. They had like a weird banter. Yeah. I'm trying like, to it's think. like Azuma didn't want to be Hokage. Sasuke. Sasuke's a horrible father. Horrible. His daughter grew up thinking his mom was somebody. Her mom was somebody else. <laughs> daughter grew up with a doubt of who her mother was. Sasuke's a horrible father. Shows up like once every five months. Like, what's up? Is is Naruto home? Oh, I'm leaving again. <laughs> He's not. All right. Don't even ask about Sakura. Don't ask about Sarada. None of that. Hey, Sarada, let me teach you how to use your Sharingan. Nope, that doesn't. Hey, house talk. Uh, we don't even gotta go there with Sakura with uh, Sasuke. Yeah, he's got. He needs a spot on the pod. Oh my god! But yeah, Azuma. Azuma had a child right before he died. Did he get yeah. uh pregnant? Yeah, but he died while she was pregnant. Got him. She's Ghost in Boruto. Dad. All right, so we got Ghost Dad. We got King. We got Piccolo. <laughs> That's gonna be the cover for this podcast episode. It's gonna be yeah, Endeavor, Jing, Azuma. Piccolo, Azuma. <laughs> Just headstone <laughs> in like a Skype video call. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Terrible dads. That's good. That's wild. Yeah, Endeavor. I'm forgetting Endeavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Endeavor got to be on there too. Just have a dad off. Let's just talk like an AA meeting for dads. The picture like Ging's just sitting there, but clearly doesn't. Ging's gonna be like, like... being like, yeah, he's like. <laughs> at the food table like during the meeting not paying attention uh, <laughs> just gonna be like goku's gonna be in the back doing like one finger push-ups he's gonna be he's in like the back training like sitting in his chair but he's like all nervous and yeah like pent up endeavor's just gonna be screaming oh man i guess who i guess thorfinn's dad would be like the good dad yeah thor's was amazing the only so thing we, he did he, wrong was meat shielding. The only thing he did wrong was meat shielding when he didn't have to. <laughs> the only thing he did wrong was like he could have like gone and gotten those thirteen arrows taken out while he gave that speech. He could have just not, giving. He could have just not took the arrows to the chest. He could have grabbed his son and like went somewhere else, like hopped in the water or something. Like he's Thor. He's Thor's. He took out an armada of ships on his own. He could hop in the water with his son and swim away. Why I haven't started season two of Vinland Saga <laughs> because I'm like I gotta get over all this shenanigans again. All the setup, all these bikes. <laughs> the setup. I get over the fact that Thor Thorfinn is trying to avenge a dude that like didn't clearly made a he clearly made a choice to die and like didn't have to die at all. No, that's why he's a bad dad. That was his way out of fatherhood. He was like, I didn't sign up for this arrows. <laughs> <laughs> this is my way out thank god <laughs> perfect Valhalla. all right guys grab, grab son but don't take him under the deck and uh let me stand here and give this speech while they fill me with arrows yeah because what's the what's the norse thing when you die in battle you go to valhalla he was like oh i'm going to valhalla today sorry son find your own way there <laughs> oh my god he did so much to protect his family to die like that <laughs> all right uh. just I've just never seen a person be like, all right, I'm going to die now. Good night. Now's my time. <laughs> like, bro, Bye. you should have He didn't try like, to dodge. He didn't oh. rip off a piece of wood from the boat. Like, oh. 
he just all right uh, so yeah bad dad that's our pie that's the name of this podcast bad dads bad with dads. thor's well vegeta like we get vegeta's <laughs> thinks he's supposed to be on there but then he wonders why he's not in the photo and his name's not on there it's for it's that go. era where he had the the flat top and the mustache that was all good parenting in that era he retired his sainthood for all of gt to be a I father prefer the, i prefer the man error you know this which one bad man error <laughs> oh on the on the button down <laughs> oh man oh. <laughs> that's too funny but yeah so uh just to move on a little bit because yeah. we could talk yeah, yeah. Here go quick through the rest we gotta go quick through the rest um what else happened in the episode before we forget nothing nothing we learned we laughed already about we how learned how he got his burns Yes, he went out. Wait. He he went oh, into Toya. yeah. Toya went into the woods after uh, he just disappeared one day because of the whole you can't be a hero anymore and Shoto is jealousy all that. He goes into the woods. He starts crying. His tears turn into flames. <laughs> the fire in his body goes out of control. He's like it hurts and I can't put it out. He burns down a whole forest, including himself, and presumably that's how he ends up with the. Oh, and that and yeah, I forgot them like. We also learned like the weird crying because he's like, when he's like, "Dad'll, Dad'll be proud of me because my flames are real big, Blue. big now." And yeah. he's like, "Why am I crying about this?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, so he always had this weird crying thing." That's so sad. When he's like happy, yeah. but sad, <laughs> crying tears of joy, but they're really sorrow <laughs> on the inside. He kind of just like flashed to everybody in recovery a little bit, right? And mm. then we see that. Um, Whoa, we get like tink we get inklings that people are finally starting to connect, like understand like understand that All Might has a strange different quirk because they're mentioning one for all mm -hmm. to like out loud. Mm -hmm. And then um keying in that there's some special connection between Deku and All Might. Mm -hmm. Um kind of like the realization that's happening at the end, and then we see All Might is sitting with Deku's like super bed. banded just like all right like All Might's kind of like holding Deku's arm and he's like I can feel that you're convening with all for one in your mind or something like that and that's kind of like where the episode ends yeah so I don't know what we're gonna see next week have you ever googled the theories about like where Deku's dad is oh. I prefer not to it's crazy because <laughs> I don't think they ever talk about him but there's just mad oh, an article that was like what if Deku had his parents' quirks, but I just didn't care yeah. to read it. Yeah, yeah. So, because I still, I still think that Deku had some quirk deep down that is going to be added to uh, One for All, but we just don't <laughs> know what it is yet. But I, th I feel like he had some dormant or some deep down like, oh, this is how he makes friends so easy. It's some, it's gonna be some shonen like something the power of light or something but i feel like he had something i still think his selflessness right now is still his power his, his power. biggest power yeah he's just so i mean that's what allowed i think that's what allowed him to absorb all that knowledge in the first place yeah to be observant as he was <clears throat> yeah true so uh very quickly do you want to go through some winter highlights um from the link i sent you i didn't even i'm just gonna or should we should we and save them for next time uh, it's up to you. There weren't that many. I feel like we should. I feel like we, we should can save. Yeah. 
Alright, y'all. Tis called it. So, if we missed anything, if you were deeply empowered by this week's fatherly episode of My Hero, a random, such a weird topic in My Hero. This is like fatherhood. It's Yo, a very strong. Anime. Wait, what's the. Anime imitates life. Uh, we need to see. I guess now we need to see more Bakugo's mom to balance that out. Because she's like the strong mother presence. I feel like she's probably a great mom. <laughs> I miss Bakugo's mom. I know. Like, more of her. Uh, I need more of her just yelling at his father and him just cowering. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like Bakugo's kid yelling. is about to end up like Toya. So if there's an anime that we're missing or something else we missed, you guys know you can email us. SiblingRivalryClash at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at srclash underscore pod. And don't forget, wherever you listen, wherever you listen, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or CastBox, wherever, it, it could be outside of those. I know they have some type of rating system, and you should use it to give us feedback. Start so up. we keep every week, and uh, we keep talking about anime. I mean, I'm going to do it anyway, but, you know, it, it helps if I need like it rate us higher than metacritic rated for spoken that's all i ask is it what did metacritic rate for spoken they got that joint like a 60 or 70 something something yeah. mid. i thought it was gonna be like 40 or something you were scared no me. not horrible i just don't want to be mid <laughs> just rate us higher than mid i would like to be better than mid tier yeah <laughs> i don't want to be no oh. reggie but uh yeah so um uh, Next week, we will definitely cover this current season of Anime Winter 2023. Um, and yeah, Tokyo I did. <laughs> I was gonna say, I tried to play Scorn, but I'll talk about that next week. Um, because I don't think I'm smart enough for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, that's why I didn't play it. I watched it. I'll send you yeah, the recap I, if you want it that I watched. Okay. It was very interesting. I'm thinking about watching it because I don't think I'm gonna grasp anything of what that game's about while i'm playing it because i really want to talk to you about like the i don't even know if it's a spoiler to say it but like the metaphor if you will i'm not even making promises about what i'm doing next because i'm like i'm like final fantasy 7 is really high up on like things i want to finish so that's why i'm like i don't want to make no promises because maybe the next thing i get in there but we should do when you do ff7 we should do like an episode of that just like a impressions yeah, 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 that'd be cool. Probably, because it'll definitely be my first impression. Yeah. But all right, y'all. Um, I think the next game I know for a fact is on my queue is Signalis because I did I not. It's a game game, and I did not know it was survival horror, mm-hmm. and it's got like that nice crisp pixel style that I like. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably gonna check that out. What about you, Tiz? I am going. I really want to try High Fire Rush, so I'm gonna figure out how to stream that probably on XCloud or something and interesting enough i don't know why i want to do this now but i think i want to try and replace my switches fan and battery <laughs> why not they're clearly gonna like have you playing it for another two years yeah. at least. so i'm like in my fan i don't know if i told you my fan makes a sound it's like told me, but you never you never brought it out to show me to show yeah it's it's just kind of off-putting i feel like my switch is gonna blow up in any second up made that sound last week but the dust the duster got it out it was just stuff yeah that's the thing maybe when i take it off i'll just see there's i can dust the fan or something but i know i actually thought about i was like god damn it do i have to buy a oled i was thinking I about it too. i was like but every review i see no performance difference zero zero i don't want, I don't want different size joy cons yeah. and all that like 
Yeah, and the I'll, same battery life as the V2 Switch, the red box one. So it's not worth I'll, it, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. So you know where to find us. Email us at siblingrebelclash at gmail.com and at srclash underscore pod. Until then, we will see you next week. Peace out.